Hello, listening people. Hello. I'm Ryan Slowinski. I'm Bartek. And you're listening to Spin Polish Presents Unappreciated Masterpieces. And we're Spin Polish, likingly, because we're always spitting. And we're both spitting. <laughs> yes, that, and we both happen to be Polish. And what we do on Unappreciated Masterpieces is we talk about those forgotten gems of movies. We delve in deep into the movies that may have been forgotten by the general masses. The ones that deserve to be shown to the world as movies that need to be appreciated. And what movie are we talking about today, Bartek? Okay, so the movie we're watching today is called Surf Ninjas. Uh-huh. Uh, I do not understand because, as you know, I do not speak Polish. Okay, well, look. Surf Ninjas in English is Surf Ninjas. I guess I will have to take your word for it, I guess. Right, wait. Who said, ah, just then? I do believe it was a ghost. Now, today we are joined with the amazing guest that is Sam Noonan. Amazing is a strong word, but I'll take it. Amazing is a strong word, and he will take it. Strong word for a strong man. Thank you. Stop lying. (laughs) All right, so we are talking about Surf Ninjas, which was made in 1993. That's the year you and I were born. Yes, Bartek and I were born in that year. Uh, old man Sam Noonan here was way, 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 way before 1993, weren't you? I was born 1990. So way older. Yeah, that's quite he, older. He is Whoa. decades ahead. There's a zero in his birth year. Because <sighs> he's a zero. We've already gone over this. Zero to it's, hero. It's very easy to keep track of my age that way. You think? Oh, yeah, it yes. would be. Yeah. Oh, well. Well, I guess we'll have to take your word for it. Uh, no, so Surf Ninjas is is a 1993 film. This marks a special a little uh, uh, thing for us because this is the first film we've done on this show that has not been in the early 2000s. Or the 21st century. Or the 21st century at all. This is the first film we've done that has been in the 90s, and it marks this a special occasion because, you know, the film is an interesting one, and it is also the first film in which... Uh, I had not seen it previous to doing this show. Sam Sam here recommended that we should do Surf Ninjas. In fact, many years ago I met Sam and one of the first things he recommended was, Ryan, you should watch Surf Ninjas. And he did not sell me on it back then, which was my biggest regret of all. Because now having watched the movie, it sure is. A movie. It really is. I'm very glad that you recommended this movie. It has everything you want. Ninjas who surf. I mean, it's all there in the title. It's a short checklist. but It's, it's a big It's a big checklist. It's got many other things when we start to watch it. We'll go through this checklist. Yes. And <laughs> now Surf Ninjas is that interesting one because I watched it and it's different because we've been watching the early 2000s films and there's it, the difference in filmmaking is quite astonishing. And look... <clears throat> Just to simply say, when I watched this film made in the 90s, having had to watch many a film so far made in the early 2000s, this is all I can say. This film made me miss watching films from the early 2000s. And that's a good thing. That's a, that's a good thing because it makes me yearn to watch more films. And that's what a film should do. You watch a film and you're like, man, I need to watch more films. And that's the highest praise I can give Surf Ninjas right now. But we'll start diving into Surf Ninjas. We shall start boogieing on with Surf Ninjas in 3, 2, 1, play. Oh, here we are. Now, we usually watch these with the sound down and subtitles. But obviously, I couldn't find a copy of Surf Ninjas with English subtitles. They're all in the museum. Yeah, they're all in the museum of Surf Ninjas. Time capsule. Uh, 
we, I, for the moment being, we may laugh at some points because our subtitles are ones that have been from a foreign language and then auto-translated through Google Translate back into English. So we'll have some moments where we will just kind of scoff because the subtitles are just, just amusing. Um, Sam, why this movie? Why was this the one? This was the movie uh, where me and my brothers, every time we would go to the video store, regardless of age or years past, it would be like, can we also get Surf Ninjas? No matter what other films we had, Surf Ninjas was the perfect film to go along with those films. Yeah, and what about it is so perfect? Um, I'm looking at it and I'm questioning. Well, they're... Fluoro wetsuits <laughs> were not unlike those that we would wear. Uh, so no, you would surf? Uh, no, oh, I wouldn't say I'm a great surfer. But you I, did surf. I am capable of surfing. As are these guys. Which is... Would you say one, that you're I'm the... also capable of being a ninja, <laughs> yeah. which is another thing. I, like, I, all kids love ninjas. So who did you relate to in this movie? Uh, were you the Iggy? Because you did not surf properly, but no. you can Spoiler. have the ability. Spoiler, Spoiler alert, alert, there's a character called Iggy in it. Um, as much as I normally relate to Rob Schneider, I think, <laughs> the, I think the character I related to the most was probably the one playing his Game Boy the entire film. Uh, well, no, you, no, no, you, no, no, not no, Game no. Boy, not Game Boy. Sega. That was yeah. Sega's answer to the Game yeah. Boy. Exactly. So you related to the Game Boy itself. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Sega's, Sega's the answer human, to the Game Boy. Not the human, but the machine in which they play their games. Yes. Not the. Are you sure? Because that, <laughs> <laughs> that, that game was really relatable. That game was made for this movie, and then it was released after, and it got poor reviews because the controls were finicky. Who would have guessed? Yeah. I like how he has an eye patch. And it's the I, cleanest eye patch I've ever I, seen. I, I, it's pretty cool. No, no. I, have you watched Escape from New York? Fruit Loops. There we've got some product placement, I assume. Yeah. We uh, weren't allowed to eat Fruit Loops at my house, only on Christmas. Oh, what a Christmas treat. <laughs> um, I was allowed to eat them, but I never really cared for them because I was a Nutri-Grain um, Nutri kid. Nutri-Grain. Nutri- <laughs> <laughs> no, God. Nutri-Grain kid, but the chocolate ones. Chocolate yeah. Pops? No, it's oh. like a chocolate milkshake, but only crunchy. No, advertisement here. Coke of the Monkey, As please well. come back. I like um, just this film. Is The acting is superb. This guy Excellent. really sells the fact that he loves his dad. Like, yeah. I, I believe him, but then, oh my god, it was a lie all along. He got me. Yeah. It and, was he, and he also fooled his dad. He also he even though his, yeah. Even though his dad was having a whole speech about, you can't fool me, I know that you're being smooth. Yeah. And also, you you two are clearly Asian, and I'm not Asian. Yeah, but I'm wearing a Hawaiian shirt, so I guess it's close enough. Like yeah, Polynesian. Yeah, Asian. Hawaiian shirt <laughs> in Los Angeles, well, California. It's yeah, it's Los Angeles, isn't it? It's yeah, it definitely. is. Well, it's the same. Well, yeah, yeah. Both, They're both. Los same. Angeles is in California. I was just Why can't it all be the same? <laughs> there, I, geographically, that's correct. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry. I'm I'm reading the subtitles, and one of them was the cat has a rebuttal, and I'm like, <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> and I don't know what that was originally supposed to be. I was uh, I was thinking of coming to do this episode with that bandana. Here he is, guys. Saving grace of the film, I would say. Rob Schneider with his '90s red hair. 
Yeah. The red and blonde hair, people forget, okay? People remember in the 90s, the, the weird orangey blonde hair was very popular, but people forget that the weird orangey red hair was also very popular, and it's because Rob Schneider popularized it in this that. movie. Yeah, I think Rob Schneider I mean. started a lot. Like, is he actually, he's not even wearing a bandana, he's wearing boxer shorts on his head. That are tied <laughs> up to look like a bandana. I didn't even know that until watching it this time oh, around. yeah, you're right. Is he? Because props to the costume department. Now, props did, to Rob Schneider. Did you know that that scene right there was what inspired MasterChef? Rob Schneider cooking? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I knew that. He was, it had a very improvised feel as to what he was cooking. I, well. I, I, I read that somewhere. I'm oh, pretty sure. and anchovies is what they just said. Oh, good. <laughs> Why does he... Uh, I was thinking, like, he, he has an eye patch, and it's like, <laughs> is this Metal Gear Solid, the movie? I wasn't mm. too sure. I needed a video game expert like Bartek here, because mm-hmm. in case you haven't listened to any of the other podcasts, Bartek has played Grand Theft Auto <laughs> <laughs> a couple of times. Well, you said Grand Theft Auto. Oh, right. Yeah. Grand Theft Auto. That is the most so dangerous... We were, talking, we were talking about Metal Gear Solid, and you're like, Grand Theft Auto. I'm like, well, what? you've played video games. <laughs> just yes. to, I just wanted to take... This is the most dangerous way to drive a car I can think of. Uh, I like how he's such... driving a little Jeep. I like how nobody's driving the steering wheel at all. He's got his foot on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who's accelerating? Well, Who's, Rob Schneider sat down. Yeah. Yeah. Who surfs with a paddle? Yeah. I don't get this. It doesn't make any sense. Very well, stupid. there's in a few shots, there's going to be someone being, you know, pulled over for it. I do like. Go. I do oh, like how this is God. such a problem. <laughs> This is such a problem in this town. The police have even named it. Like they're no, like no they're like motorized. <laughs> they motor- just pulled a panel out of a, a separate car. <laughs> like these kids were also doing it. <laughs> no, that's what I mean. Like these kids got pulled over for doing it. It's such a problem that the cops are now looking out for it. Yeah. That's what I love. Like it's now, so popular yeah. <laughs> that it's a it's a menace to society here. Here I mean, in Los Angeles. California. <laughs> yeah. yes. For a while, I thought it was like, before they said Los Angeles, like, uh, you know, like, obviously, I don't know the 90s LA as well as I should. But for a little while, like, before they actually started going to the streets, I thought it was in Hawaii for some reason because yeah, yeah. they like beachy. And I thought, oh, it's a ninja surf movie. Where else would you do it? Hawaii. Yeah, but well, LA is a, the correct well, answer. Well, Ryan, as Los you said, Angeles. Yeah, as you just said, City of Angels. As you just said, <laughs> as you just said, I know video games. I know GTA. GTA San Andreas was uh, not Los Angeles. Was 1992. Oh, cool. So I know my way around this place. Yeah. So Rob Schneider's career was very interesting at this point because That's around this time he's doing quite a lot and will do quite a lot, like you know, Judge Dredd, Demolition Man, Surf Ninjas, uh, Home Alone Two was Home the year Alone prior 2. to this. I can't remember who was he in Home Alone. He 2? was the uh, the the bag boy at the hotel, and he you know he requested a tip, held his hand out. Macaulay oh, Culkin right. puts the gum in his hand. The like only that. thing I remember from Home Alone 2 is two things. Obviously, he gets left again, but that's obvious. I remember the bird lady yeah, and Tim lady. Curry. Okay. And how can you forget Tim Curry in any movie? Seems like you also I... forgot Rob, Rob Schneider. <laughs> I love this teacher. <laughs> this teacher look like he reminds me of Ben Stein, but with attitude. You know, the teacher from Ferris Bueller? Yeah. Like, I like but, this but with emotion. <laughs> I prepared any. <laughs> <laughs> so, wow, he's now, uh, so prepared. <laughs> he's prepared literally anything. Yeah. Now, now it was a little bit subtle, but back in our first episode on Big Fat Liar, I made a, subtlety is what we're about. Yes, I made a subtle reference to the fact that I really liked Saved by the Bell when I was growing up. Yes. yes. So there's a scene coming up here that is what inspired Saved by the Bell, which was made a few years before this. 
foreshadowing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love trash ninjas. Like, why is it that their mode of transport is a garbage truck? These are the things I, I want to know. Like, because they're, they're able to fit quite a lot of ninjas. Yeah, but why can't there? they just have a truck? Like, they could fit more ninjas Nobody than just normal truck. Nobody questions a garbage truck. <laughs> Nobody questions a garbage man. <laughs> I like, this guy is so evil. He's just like, yeah, I know this guy's prepared nothing. Let's humiliate him in front of everyone. Yeah. Like, what What a great teacher. There's, there's always that one teacher and that teaches like, you about yeah, semicolons. Sam, Bartek, yeah. you, you guys are uh, going to be teachers or studying to be. Uh, is that going to be your teaching method? Humiliation? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Terror? Yeah. Here we go. Probably. Oh yeah, I didn't realize it was going to be a musical. It was a musical, Sam. You didn't tell me about that. Mm. I I, I, I lost my I lost you. my shit when it started being a musical number. I'm like, what's happening? Yeah, this scene inspired Barbara Ram. This is being <laughs> translated to us. The song Barbara Ram. Yeah, this scene inspired the scene inside by the bell where they danced this song, which inspired some movie called Risky Business or something. I I know for a fact that this inspired. Reservoir Dogs, that scene in which they're dancing and they're yeah. singing. There's a scene in Reservoir Dogs in which uh, a polite young man dances to a song with a cutthroat razor. It's a very beautiful scene. If you have kids, watch that film. Really good. Uh, kids love dogs. Kids, kids love, do dogs. love dogs. And they Don't love, we all love And they also love reservoirs. <laughs> Who knew? Uh, I like this whole sequence. It's just like, where is Spain? And I was hoping, like... Do we, do we ever find out? No. I was hoping that he got it on the first go. Like, I thought <laughs> yeah. it was... And everyone's laughing, like, and haha. He, no, little did he know. Guys, he knows exactly where Spain is. <laughs> it's like, little did they know we knew where Spain was the whole time. I haven't seen the movie, but there's a movie called The Street Fighter Movie. Don't yes, you? of course. Do they wear a lot of blue camo? They wear, it's, the exact same, it's, it's the exact same outfit. They're actually the exact same. <laughs> oh, wow. Ninjas. I know. Actors. Yeah, they were filming at the same time. Oh, here he is, guys. We are getting the legendary dramatic actor that is... Steve Martin. Steve Martin, yeah. We all know Steve Martin as a dramatic actor. We can't forget him in such dramatic films as, you know, Cheaper by the Dozen 2. Tears roll down my face when that film comes on. And Sam's a big fan of that movie because it has Clark Kent in it himself. You know, from Hillary the amazing, Duff. from the amazing, yeah, Hilary Duff. Is <laughs> Don't forget that he was also in uh, the naked Pink Panther. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that too. Uh, I love this joke. The running joke of the phone. The running joke of like his answering machine has, is really aggressive, and people don't like leave a message because of how aggressive it is. And he's like, he and misses. He never it. gets to the phone in time. Yeah, and then he does eventually. He's he's sort of set himself up for failure. Actually, I think this is what I love. Wasn't this the only time? And those stairs. Yeah, I love. He's he's got the technology to have robotic limbs and a face, but he can't have a wireless phone. No. And he can't have a mobile phone, which existed in the nineties. I know. Uh, He has a wireless phone. I mean, the phone he's holding. Yeah, it is wireless, but like he has to put it back, or it won't do it proper. Like, look at him. I love somebody wrote this. This is the part that I love. Somebody sat down and went, yeah. uh, Oh, I was wrong. I thought you were going to say that somebody wrote Iggy. Somebody wrote Iggy as well. Uh, Fun fact for you music fans out there. Yeah. Did you know that uh, Iggy Azalea watched this film as a very young girl? And she said, yes, I'm inspired by Rob Schneider's look. And I want to name my music persona after Rob Schneider's brilliant work on Surf Ninjas. Hence, Iggy in this film is an inspiration for Iggy Azalea. Who knew? Did you know that he's going to wax his surfboard? I did not know that. I could not tell by it. I'm sure it's not all he's going to wax. 
There's actually a f- quite a number of parts in this movie where the ground is really frictionless. And yeah. people just slide all over it. I do love I do love it. I love this movie so much. So, Sam, when do you remember the first time ever watching this movie? Uh, I probably don't remember the first time oh. because I would have been three or four. So you didn't get to see it in the cinema? No, I didn't. Uh, I didn't see it in the cinema. I believe uh, Civic Video Mornington was the first to provide us with the opportunity. A plug watch. for that store if it's still there. Uh, it's not. I believe it's now a, a, a Jets Anytime Fitness. If you want to get fit, go there. Yeah. Is that where you go to get fit? It is not. Well, what a shame. It would have made it beautiful. Too many memories. Steven Spielberg. <laughs> Steven Spielberg loves this scene. Yeah. He what you know, this scene inspired Schindler's List. Very much. I agree. <laughs> so So this And there's an equal amount of Oscar nominations between this film and that. So th- there's <laughs> yeah, a there's yeah. a there's a flub in this <laughs> scene. A uh, flub? I don't think so, Bartek, because remember, you should okay, know here that it is. aquatic ninjas always. The thing sank, but red herring are saltwater fish. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and here's Rob Schneider's character. Oh, I, damn, you guys are done surfing? I'm only just ready to surf now. Which is a problem with all, all right, here's the Here's the first frictionless ground. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in... <laughs> And then he gets them really quickly away before the waves. I like how the dog goes after him. The dog's like, what's happening over there? I better solve this mystery. It's Scooby-Doo, who knew? Also, Rob Schneider's character owns a surfboard. Yeah. Like, he's paid the money to buy that surfboard. Yeah, but he's rich. No, I'm not saying... uh, I'm not saying... um, It's not a criticism. His parents live in a biodome. They're pretty rich. It's an expensive endeavour. Okay, here's the first thing that I must make a comment on. That may be a negative comment, but I watched this movie, and the first time I saw Rob Schneider, I'm like, oh, okay, so why is this 30-year-old man hanging out with these teens? And he's supposed to be... What was it? In grade 11? So he's fucking younger than me right now in this film, and I believe that. Well, you weren't born when this film came out. (laughs) No, exactly. So, obviously, he's still older than me. You got me there. Obviously, I was. A, I was. I'm not f- sure if you know how time works. Uh, well, this doesn't say it's set in 1993. The film could be set today. I mean, I wear denim overalls and a tie dye shirt underneath with I a backwards cap. I haven't seen a single forwards facing cap. You, you won't. Good. You won't. You won't. Except for military hats, and they yes. wear berets mainly in this film. Because uh, nothing screams Asian more than berets. I. That's what it's an Asian word. Mm. It's Asian for hat. I knew. Isn't yeah. it pronounced Barrett? Barrett. Yep. Who Snake knew? from that's Metal Gear Solid was in the Green Barrett. For a second there I thought, that's a different guy with an eye patch. But it isn't. It's, no, it's the same guy. <laughs> <laughs> when he bowed here, I thought that the crack in the window, whatever that was, was like a spider. For a moment I thought you were going to say, like, when he bowed here, the kraken released itself. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I know that he's a powerful ninja, but, yeah. like, I like how, why did he, like, okay, you could have just... Walked through at that point, the you could door. have walked through the gaps <laughs> yeah. in the door. So he's the main character's father, like the actor. I mean, in real life. Yeah. Oh, is he really? Yeah, yeah. he's he's, he's senior. the senior to his junior. Ah, oh, excellent. He looks quite young. A family affair. Yeah. When I first watched this movie and it showed the opening credits, I thought, why is it showing you that guy's name twice? I didn't see the it's senior. And you're like, this film it. couldn't have a mistake in it to do something like that. Well, the this red must herring. be on purpose. No, <laughs> no, that was, was on purpose. Red. You're right. That was it. Was red have herring? You... Red herrings are intentional. Yes. Leslie Neal. Character. Uh, it's Leslie Nobunaga. Oh, yes, yeah, Leslie Martin. Yeah, Leslie Martin's character is a mad, mad man with technology beyond 
anything we can comprehend. So maybe he engineered a red herring to survive in that water, Bartek. Give the film some credit. Oh, cooked buns. Oh, oh, oh. I mean, I and love Captain America. Was inspired. In. Oh, yes. Yeah. Captain, Captain Surfboard. No, I mean, skateboard. I love, look. It's I, the same choreographer who did that shield fight, uh, who did 300. I do. Actually, the Zach guy, Schneider. this actor here, Senior, he's the one that choreographed the fight scenes in this movie, I believe. Uh, good for him. He did a good job. I, I congratulate him. Uh, five stars. It's very thrilling. Yeah, oh. I, I'm thrilled. What so, a backflip. So Bartek and I obviously never saw this movie before having to do... Th- oh, look, racism. Good. Um, uh, We never had to watch this movie before doing this. So Bartek, what were your thoughts? Did you enjoy it? Did you love it as much as Sam here? Be careful. He is in the room. Yeah. Look, the thing is, I remember that the first movie I ever saw in the cinema was The Little Mermaid. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, I was... I was like two or three months old when this movie came out, released. Why couldn't Mummy have taken me to this? <laughs> I agree. I agree. I mean... I imagine how different your life would have been. Very influential. Oh, yeah. Before baby. I could speak, I could already see this movie. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I I obviously was not born yet. It came out like a month before I was born. But you could have seen it in the womb. I could have seen... I might have. Who knows? Listen to it. Maybe, my, yeah. Fun fact, my, my mum saw Aliens with mm. my sister when she was still in the womb, and it made mum really want to have kids. Excellent. Because if you watch Alien, that film, Aliens and Alien, their film's really about parenthood. I, th- I think if you've, your mother had seen this, she would have also thought, I really want to have kids, because they could turn out to be... Well, she would have already princes been... Princes and ninjas. Ninja Simultaneously. Princes. Yep. But, you know, who 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 knows how the future might have gone? Hey, there's still time, Ryan. Oh. It's never too late. <laughs> Do you yeah. want to hear an alien joke? Sure. Uh, okay. Um, when the alien came out of John Hurt, what did he say? Ouch. Uh, ouch. He said, I'm hurt. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. Well, he was I, I actually haven't seen any of the Alien movies. <laughs> well, you should. Uh, you know, they're not as good as Surf Ninjas, I will be honest. Uh, this inspired Surf Ninjas. Why are you so... I mean, this... This this, <laughs> this inspired Surf Sometimes Ninjas? This Surf Ninjas inspired itself. Like, when the script was made, they held it into a mirror, and the mirror reflected it, and it just kept reflecting against each other to the point in which a ball of energy emerged from the mirror and it exploded and this film came into existence. You know what I really like about Zachia? Is that his name? I think so. I just keep calling him... I just lie, right? The, um... I keep calling him Zach. Yeah. Yeah. Zach. And uh, it definitely rhymes with Patch because there's Zatch a Rob Patch. Schneider joke where... <laughs> Rob he, Schneider makes jokes? I thought he, he was the dramatic way. about him being... Rhyming with Patch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is a good moment, too, where, like, you keep one eye on them and you keep the other eye... Uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, he gets really offended. Like, I've got one eye. Yes. For so those who haven't seen the film, Rob Schneider is convinced that he is, in fact, the prince of yeah. this Asian country. Yeah, um, and he is not Asian. He's not even close to... <laughs> well, look, he's he close to the He has portrayed Asian characters before, like in... Uh, uh, Eight Crazy Nights and um, Larry. Well, no. I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. Yeah. Emotional films. Yeah. Rob Schneider's an emotional actor. So just to finish my thought, the thing I like about Zatch is that he's acting like he's in a movie that's not Surf Ninjas, and he's constantly having to battle the fact that he is in Surf Ninjas. Yeah. 
while we've got this, I just want to remember. Now, spoiler alert, this is near the end of the film. Best part of the film that I actually laugh, I laughed really hard at was Zatch gets shot in the shoulder. Like, he, mm. you think he's going to be dead. And then he's like, oh, no, I'm fine. He's like, uh. And then Rob Schneider, like, hits him in his bullet wound. And he's like, ah. Oh. He's like, oh, I'm sorry. And then he, Rob Schneider does his Rob Schneider thing. I love Zatch seems more personally in pain by Rob Schneider's existence <laughs> than having than been shot. Yeah. So, <laughs> he's like, I can take being shot, but no more Rob Schneider. And I'm like, I feel like that is a criticism that is a valid one with Rob Schneider's career, and that's a good thing because pain is a part of life. What were you going to say, Martin? Oh, a few shots ago, the toothless, handsome man hit the gong. Mm. Um, that scene gets bookended near the end of the film. I think it's yes. the exact same shot. Sorry, that shot, yeah. Yep. It, it, look, it's okay to use the exact same shots in movies. I mean, many movies do that. Oh, like, I was, I was complimenting know. it. Again, yeah. it was intentional. It was Some people to, might say... It was to remind lazy, you of yeah. the, the happy good times yeah. back here in the country that they experienced before the regime of Steve Martin. Yeah, yeah, some people might say it's lazy filmmaking, but hey, I've watched Fight Club and they reuse scenes in that film, so I think this film can oh, do it yeah, too. Yeah, I watched the 60s Adams Family. They yeah. did too. Yeah. Here that he is. Pokemon did it as well. Pokemon? Pokemon. That's a pretty uh, old thing you just mentioned right there, unlike what I just said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So this. I think Pokemon was the first to do it. Yeah, 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 yeah. The old Superman serials back in the day? Probably. That's how much... Onyx totally inspired Lurch. (laughs) (laughs) So this uh, setting here has quite a lot of red and white. Um, That was a reference to when we asked the film if it could have some Polish colours. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I love how he gets sliced in the eye. Like, that's how he loses his eye. It's very dramatic. It's yeah. very dramatic. Not Germanic. Yeah. But Germans are pretty bloodthirsty. Ask us. Um, the, the eye loss doesn't slow him down, though. Like, At all. He's like, ah, oh, my eye. Fuck yeah. it. Like, he's, I'll just keep going. This Who was cares? A, this He's such an excellent ninja. Yeah. He, he, um, he just looks like he is, like... Like, some might say, Ryan... That doesn't look like a cut. It just looks like someone smeared ketchup in a line across his face. Smeared no, what? Ketchup. Ketchup? Yeah. Catsip. Ketchup, okay. <laughs> ketchup Bartek. Jesus. Ketchup. Like Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ketchup. Some people might say it's just tomato sauce smeared across his face. And that he still has his eye that you can clearly see, especially when he opens it a lot during the scene. Some people might say, that's a goof ride. No, no, this was intentional. This film... For everything you've seen in this film is intentional. Like some people might say, Leslie Nielsen, you could easily get up and avoid being stomped. Leslie the f- Nobunaga. Yeah, getting avoid being stomped in the face by an elephant. But maybe he knew that this was his destiny because this film is all about destiny. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, we haven't talked about destiny, destiny at all. And trying to avoid your destiny uh, on on behalf of some of the characters. If anything, the main character is like Cubone. Yes. Go mm-hmm. on. I think it goes without saying. Yeah, okay, I think there that, you go. that one explains itself. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's the end of that conversation. No more. I love that Rob Schneider is like, they're like, we don't want you, like, get away, like, except for the two kids want him, but like, Zatch doesn't want him. But later on, you have this sexy, sexy black cop that's in it later on. Sexiest character in the entire Ooh, film. Oh, Isaac Hayes? Yeah, Isaac Hayes. And. Sorry, he... all, all people with black hair look the same. Wow, racism brought to you by Bartek again. This hey, he's is got like... black hair. It's him. Isaac Hayes. <laughs> <laughs> See, in that shot, his his cut looked a little more realistic, and that's sort of to represent that all of this is setting in now. It's it's all hitting home, and yeah. he realizes the destruction of his cut. But of his, his eye own is st- his eye is, is still there. 
Yeah, his eye's still there. Maybe he got blood in his eye. In the shot where... And got infected. (gasps) And it's Million Dollar Baby. (laughs) No, where's Clint Eastwood in all of this? (laughs) He's just in the background. Like, he's the one who taught him how to be a great ninja master. He's like, right, let's do this. Prophecy was just translated into prophecy. (laughs) (laughs) Has Clint Eastwood ever been in a masterpiece? Unappreciated? No. Appreciated? Yes. yeah. I mean, have you not seen such emotional, heartfelt films as... What's that one where it's like him and a chimp? Yeah. Orangutan? It's like Clint Eastwood and an orangutan. Are you sure you're not thinking of a Matthew, like Matthew Broderick? No, no, he, he no. Do a film Clint Eastwood's in this movie where his sidekick is an orangutan. And Bartek, you've mentioned many a times on this podcast that you've watched South Park... Mm-hmm. If you know South Park well enough, you remember that there is an entire sequence dedicated to the idea that Clint Eastwood was in a movie with an orangutan, and in South Park, in the sequence, it's what happens if they slept with each other. Because, you know, that's the emotional humour that we don't get in this movie, unfortunately. South Park did have references to Rob Schneider movies. Was this one yes. of them? Oh, uh, here he is. It was not. This, this kind of predates those. Are you sure? This actually does predate South Park. This was around the year where <laughs> Trey and... Trey... Parker and Matt Stone made Cannibal the Musical. Which is a great film. Check it out. I actually really love that film. Uh, check out the audio commentary on that one. Have you heard about that? Yes. No, I have not. The audio commentary is just... Which one is it? Like, I think... Let's just say Trey Parker, for instance. One of them, like, was getting married and then his fiance left him for, like, some retail manager. And throughout the yeah. whole entire commentary, they're like, yeah, so we wrote this number. It's like, yeah, either way, so she left me. And like, <laughs> yeah, they were shitting on him the whole time. And even in South Park, uh, yeah, they named Car- Cartman's mum, Leanne, is a named to- after total slut the whole way through yeah. and he named her <laughs> named after her, her. <laughs> and so and like in the commentary what he's like in the commentary he's like yes yeah, so she's with she's with him now how is Mike Leanne does he earn millions of dollars each day like me no he doesn't and good Le- luck <laughs> <laughs> and Leanne was actually in the film yeah. she choreographed like the second last dance or something and he's like oh there look how sloppy yeah, she, and she's yeah. like look how sloppy it is <laughs> fucking mess but back to this great film here yes. he is sexy black cop he, what I was going to say before was, they don't want, like, Zatch doesn't want Rob Schneider in the thing. He's like, you're not a part of the destiny, blah, blah, blah. But then this black cop joins them later, and he's like, I feel like, I feel like, and Zatch ends his line by going, it's your destiny. Oh, he's willing to just have random black detective join the group, but Rob Schneider, he's like, I don't like him enough. I want him out. Like, he's not a part of this. I think our protagonist might have braces in a couple of these scenes. Are you sure? Which one? Uh, Johnny. Johnny? <laughs> oh, this is an emotional scene. Why is Rob Schneider have a Hitler moustache? He looks more like Screech. <laughs> uh, you love Screech. I wrote in my notes that it was um, Rob Schneider as Scottish crippled Hitler, which is something you don't <laughs> <laughs> Rob Schneider is <laughs> Scottish <laughs> crippled <laughs> Hitler. <laughs> From the makers of Doop 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 and Shpidabba Doop that's a reference to The Simpsons. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Simpsons guy. Yeah, yeah. American Simpsons guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Funny joke. Located Flintstones, in yep. America. The Jetsons. The okay, this is the this is the best part about this film. Some films like this one, they just have to keep going. You know what I mean? Like the pace never stops. Like it just one trouble upon the next upon the next upon the next 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 trouble 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 all the time running around running around ninja fight 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 fight. Blah, blah blah witty lines but sometimes you need a scene like this in which it's just calm 
relaxed. They're talking about like their emotional problems, and it's good that you only have one of these in the film. Mm. Give you give your audience some time to breathe. Yeah, only once. They can only need to breathe once because yes. this scene only is in one moment of the film, and then there are no other scenes mm, like this. So I've, appreciate I feel this. Like there maybe are some scenes where we get that breathing room again. Guys, look, boobs. Boob. No, it was oh. more butt. Get it correct, Bartek. I love Bartek is a is a butt guy. He is an ass man. Yep, I, I think Bartek really is. Yeah, but thankfully I don't smell like ass mm. anymore. Uh... Not since. Oh, here it is. The Sega not Game Boy. Okay, Sam, so when you pitched this movie to me, which I think you should do to everyone here, you sold me, you tried to sell me with, Ryan, one of the characters is like, he's a seer, but instead of using the usual seer stuff, he sees it through his, like, his Sega Game Boy. Like, Gangy. that was, yeah, his game thing. You were like, isn't it, it's really ingenious how they came up with a different yeah. way for him to see the future. I'm I mean, like, that's something that you were really proud of the movie we've for. We've all seen, you know, the... The, the wide-eyed, you know, visions of the future, or having the having the future told to you in, in a dream, but I thought it was it was such a, a clear way to show the audience his ability to see the future in a way that resonates with its audience. At, you know, mm. nineteen ninety-three, mm. yeah, portable handheld gaming system. Uh, you couldn't have couldn't have thought of a better way, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah I agree. And I'm sure it sold some units too. It probably did, yeah. Yeah. I don't have the numbers on me. Now, now, Bartek, I think it's time to do something a bit different. You're going to propose? Since, yeah. Will you marry me? No, you got a girlfriend. She's in the other room. Yeah. Oh, shit, did I get real? Oh, uh, real talk. <laughs> uh, real I, talk, shut it. Right. Oh, no, I was going to say, since Sam is the one that pitched this to us, I would like for Bartek and I to be Hollywood executives. And okay. Sam, could you please... Uh, now pretend this film has yet to exist you're the one who's created this film like this is your creation but it is yet to be made we are the guys the Hollywood executives you have to pitch to pitch this movie as heartfeltly as you can to us yeah we'll listen in Bob yeah thanks um Surf Ninjas Mm -hmm. is a film about first and foremost about brothership Mm -hmm. brotherhood and maintaining and and uh, saving that relationship, and what can hinge the on 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 that relationship can even be the fate of a nation. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I, I, I think that's really important. Your voice and changed. That's no, no, that's different. at the at the heart of the story. Despite all the action and the explosions that are going to bring mm-hmm. people into the cinema, mm-hmm. the heart of this story is about these brothers and what they can. They can do for the mm. for each other. Okay, so what happens in the film though? Like you know, we're all we're all about about brothers. Two, I mean, two... us two here, we're brothers. We own this film company together. Yes, Mister and Mister Warner, I imagine. Yeah. Um the Warner Brothers were <laughs> Polish. <fun fact>. <laughs> <laughs> they, they actually were. Good nope. for us. We're Polish. Yeah. Yes, keep going. So, so what's the plot? So tell us. The, the plot tell is us the nitty gritty. Two two brothers living in Los Angeles, which is in California. Is it? Uh, I didn't know that. Discover a that shot later are, will disprove that they yeah. are in fact. Uh, the the royalty mm. of a of a small Asian nation. Oh yes, and they, uh, yeah. they, Indonesia. They, they discover this, and they have to travel back to this mm. to this nation to overthrow an oppressive regime mm. and discover their true history and ability. Okay, uh-huh. that sounds like a really a poignant thing. You know, you know who I think we could get on this. Job Schneidbler. No, no, I, <laughs> I was thinking. You know who did a really good film recently? Steven Spielberg. <laughs> yeah. I think if we give this to that guy, 
he could real really make a masterpiece. Now, is this supposed to be a dramatic piece? It's uh, it's it's really everything. It's got mm. it's, it's got dramatic, heart-filled moments, and then you know it makes you laugh. There are there are times where mm. you're just like, oh, excellent, and it. And it's definitely a relatable film, but ah, yeah. yes, there's there's certainly moments that may make you shed a tear. Okay, so so there's comedy in there. That's good. We, we after Spielberg's last film, Schindler's List, we really <laughs> or, or the long-awaited parody Schindler's Fist. <laughs> Schindler's List. We really need an upbeat film from that guy. Yeah. That guy's getting a little bit depressive. So, some comedy elements. So, you got a comedic sidekick, I imagine, in this film. Who would you think is a good comedic sidekick? I'm thinking... Adam Sandler. No, no, no. He's, he's a bit old now. I'm thinking... He's too famous. I'm too, thinking think. Keanu Reeves. Oh, like in Speed. He was funny there. He Nobody was very funny. comedy How... like Keanu. <laughs> Keanu's a funny name. If you put... <laughs> so, if you put Keanu? It, if you put it on a title, there it is. Do you think we can get him? Do you think we can get Keanu? Let's get Rob Schneider. No, let's get Rob. He's not doing much. I think Keanu's a bit too busy with the Bill and Dead movies. I think we better get Rob Schneider on the phone. Hey, Rob, do you want to be in a movie? Yeah. Okay. Okay. He's absolutely available. So <laughs> that's he stopped being a character. Yeah. So <laughs> villain. Like a character. We've got to talk about villains because with movies, people love us a villain. You want in a dictator, an oppressive kind of figure. Who's somebody that can be an oppressive kind of figure? We can't get Ronald Reagan, his president. <laughs> Oda Nobunaga. Of course. Of course. Can nah, we... screw that. Leslie Nielsen. Yeah, Leslie Nielsen. No, no, we can't get him. No, Steve yeah. Martin. Steve Martin. Steve Martin. All right, Steve Martin. Make sure you phone Steve Martin's people. No, yeah, so how do you spell... You know, you... No, you spell Steve with an L-E-S-L-I-E. Sharpening. Nielsen. <laughs> Turkey. <laughs> yeah, that was a joke. <laughs> that was a joke I found genuinely amusing. Yeah, so so we made the film. Here it is, everybody. Warner Brothers presents Surf Ninjas with Keanu Reeves, directed by Steven Spielberg. Also with freaking let's have Bill Cosby as the dad. Why not? <laughs> so I was actually I wasn't joking earlier when I said the um, I think you were the disproving the fact that it's in L.A. because there's going to be a not Indiana Jones you know uh, transition where the the ship is going across the ocean uh-huh. and I believe the starting point of the ship is in the completely wrong place. Are you sure? I think so. I think you're wrong. We'll wait okay. till we get there, I guess. I like yep. the foreshadowing setup here. It's like, oh no, Don't water is his, his, yeah. his weak. Don't get him wet. Oh, he's, he's fine, he's bad. fine. When he's literally surrounded <laughs> by water. <laughs> and that's, I think that's also symbolism for, you know, for succumbing to your own vices yeah. and weaknesses. He knows his weaknesses water, but he can't help himself yeah he can't help but put himself well what is the human body if not 70 percent water oh this is a good joke this is a good joke i love this where he's like on the phone he's like kill them oh i've got another phone call yes what is it yes kill them kill them all i've got to get back wait wait wait, wait. yes kill them kill them all he's a busy man there's more than one group of people that he needs dead he's busy torturing people like what else has he got to do from a production standpoint what do you think his mask is made of uh, I polyurethane. Think made, I was gonna say Plato. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's either a polyurethane or some sort of uh, foam latex. Okay. I like how they go to the Imperial Palace. Yeah, I do stuff. love that. 
we shall go to our people who all own a Chinese the restaurant. The interesting thing also is Rob Schneider returns to this exact Imperial Palace for a film called Big Stan, in which he oh, he is going to prison, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he tra- he goes to this ex- this exact uh, exterior set again. So. Is this a connected universe? Like, is that Iggy? In that there's, there or is, is he Stan? There's absolutely... Look, his name is clearly Stan. But who's to say that Iggy isn't a nickname? There's absolutely no yeah. confirmed name thing for to Iggy. say that it's not the exact same character. Gumby was awesome because I could barely understand most of what he said. And in between the scene that you just saw then and this one... He had a big mustache, yeah. And in this one, he barely has a mustache at all. At all. Like in one of the scenes later on, I think it's like when they're outside after all the fightings happen. He barely has a mustache. That's because in this scene, he's got a little bit of a dad stache going on. Yeah, and then in the next, and he's one, revealing he's like, that he's a nah, father. I'm not a dad. I love what's uh, the girl. The girl. There's always a girl in these yeah. films. Oh, she and what a girl. Uh, we're okay. Do you think that she's attractive? We're okay. We do. Raggy. We've already made a thing on the podcast that eventually we're going to do the live action Scooby Doo movies, but like I would three years to time. Be, I would love to be there for that. You join Scooby Doo 2. I'm really shine best in Scooby Doo 1. No. Who else were you going to get for Scooby Doo 1? I, I don't know. Why not? My pet cat. <laughs> why why yeah, aren't you? Sco- Scooby Doo himself. <laughs> I was going to give Freddie Prince See, look, Jr. And his mustache like, is definitely not uh, there. Shorter. What I was going to say was, uh, um, did you do you think the girl is attractive in any way? Because when they reveal her face, my actual reaction last night was. There's a scene later on where you can well, see... I know that look, she's young, he, but there's supposed to, to be we're like... we to see it here. You're supposed <laughs> to be like, oh, she's pretty, but I looked at her and went... But uh, even so, even if, if you don't think... If you personally don't think the actress is that pretty, we're convinced of her of her beauty by Johnny's reaction to scene. Yeah. Because he's and, all like, oh, this girl's going to be my wife. This is, you know, you know my bride-to-be. And he's just kind of like, whatever. And then when we see this woman's face, that's when she's nice. Aunt. You're convinced, you know, as an audience member, you be- you, you you believe that he finds her that beautiful. Mm. Yep, I guess you could convince yeah. yourself of that. I was going to say you? later in the. Oh, nah. <laughs> wow! <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Sometimes. I love, I love, Just I love to it. clear, the subtitle said "u a u u exclamation mark." Like, look at her. She's okay. I was going to say... I think Rob Schneider is better. That's true, yeah. Later on, her hair looks nice. And that's... Yeah. I think she's There's a girl... I think she's very good looking. There's a girl in my high school who all the boys... Maybe you're just not into Asian chicks, right? No, I'm I'm into all women. Not all. Evidently not her. That didn't sound all that convincing. (laughs) Uh, I don't know. Um, How many Asian chicks Ryan was talking about something about school. I didn't get the chance because my town didn't have that many Asian women. It had Asian guys. You came to Burwood. Yeah, but I already had you a girlfriend, so I'm sorry, Sam. First, I'm not like you. When, when you first came to Burwood, uh, pretty soon. Like I met my girlfriend like on the second day of O week. Yeah, look, you had that whole first day. Look, I'm not. I'm not like you, where of... I'm just gonna start fisting everyone as soon as I get into O week. Jeez. Well, I am an ass man. In this. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I was gonna say was. 
We were saying, like, she's pretty enough. Like, Bartek has this comment, like, she has nice hair later. There's this girl in my high school who, for the life of me, I could never figure out. She was, like, the one that all the guys fawned over for no reason when there was more attractive girls. And I mean, like, conventionally attractive and otherwise attractive. But this girl was, like, the most plain Jane. And the only thing, like, I've talked to other girls about this girl. I'm like, okay, maybe not. Nah, she was she too pr- no, she was too prudish. That's the thing. People were drawn to her because she never really did anything also, so that means oh maybe I can crack it. But physically wise, I, I had conversations with a lot of girls in my year because I was friends with a lot of girls as well as guys, and I just said to be like, Hey, real talk, what's attractive about it? Like I'm a straight guy, I can't figure it out and they're like, I don't know, Ryan. We've been trying to figure that out since day one. I'm like, and in the end, she has nice hair, just like the actress in this movie. Maybe the nice hair thing. <laughs> he, just, he just chucked a seafood into a guy's fencing mask. At, at first he called it an octopus, but then he said, eat squid. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like the guy couldn't remove the squid, but the yeah. kid could easily grab it. Oh, here and it is. This is a really, Magic. really powerful moment. Is This is where he discovers... Yeah, Rob Schneider discovers that he's, he's not a the king yet. Yeah. No, it's where Johnny discovers his inherent you know, muscle memory, martial arts ability. Yeah, he's... And, again, I think the actor does a really good job at selling us that he had no idea that he could do any of this. Yeah, except for when you see him with his shirt off, he is fucking ripped. Same. There's going to be a ninja... (laughs) Yeah, ripped. There's going to be a ninja pretty soon. Ripped like a roast pork. He doesn't stay down and then he tries to crawl away. I love the, the, the ninjas attacking him. Like, you see, they attack him, and they must, they, like, they get hit, and then they just, like, roll away. Like, they're like, okay. To clear my, out more space like, for like, other ninjas. It's like, yeah. my fighting is done. I tried my yeah. best. Well, like I just said, one of them straight up is, like, halfway through getting up after he gets hit. Yeah. I, I hope we haven't passed it. I think we I think have. We have yes. Oh, look at this guy. He's like, oh, no. <laughs> for a second there, it looked like <laughs> he was absolutely <laughs> butt he, humping this guy. <laughs> he did. I was going to make a joke, but I missed it, but you didn't. Yeah, no. Sam doesn't miss the butt stuff. Yeah. Oh, uh, this guy, this guy. <laughs> yeah, look he? at him. He rolls away. <laughs> no, he straight up gets up. He, he... <laughs> look, this guy rolls away. Maybe he, he, maybe he comes back. Look, you know? He wasn't even here. <laughs> no, no, Sam. They don't come back. It's like my chance is over. Like it's, yeah. it's a if video game. They only had one life. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They only had one life. You so can't have too over. many sprites on the screen at once. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, chopsticks. Like, okay, let's make this more racially sensitive. Let's go. Let's have a chopstick kid, fight. The Karate Kid was inspired by this bit. I agree. Lots of things were inspired by this bit. Did you know this is the best film ever made? <laughs> uh, did you know that? I would say yes. Citizen Kane has nothing on this film. Uh, I Citizen Kane was ruined by my uni lecture anyway. So. Why? By saying it was the best film outside no, it, of... We had a, a, whole, Ninjas a whole, and Big Fat Lion. We had a whole Jack semester and... where he did nothing... <laughs> but show us uh, the scenes of Citizen Kane outside of chronological order for oh. every example he wanted to use. Uh, are you, sh- are you sure? Because Citizen Kane doesn't stick to just a linear storytelling fashion. Well, I wouldn't know. <laughs> because <laughs> well, you could watch I've not it. seen the film. Yet he studied l- film. Awesome. I've not seen it in its entirety. continuous entirety. I've only seen... He has, you well, also haven't seen No Country for Old Men. I have seen No Country for Old Men. Now you have. Yeah, I, no, I saw that at university as well. Oh, but in outside of chronological order. Yeah, but I was able to watch it again. 
Oh, I but you didn't not, do that with Citizen Kane. I could the, not the, do it for Citizen Kane. One of the shittest we, movies ever made. We spent one <laughs> lesson on on No Country for Old Men. We spent an entire semester on stuff that wasn't meant to be was Citizen this Simon? Kane, and he just used. No, it wasn't Simon. It was um, I forget the guy's name. He looked like that therapist who falls in love with his sixteen-year-old patient and kills her friends. In life or in, in life. movies? In both. Uh, we, Obviously, I had, one's inspired I had the film, the Sam and I probably... I had Simon, who was a film lecturer at our university, and he just yes. kept playing Broken Flowers with Bill Murray. He in loves outside, Broken But flowers. he kept playing the opening scene, like, 16 times. So mm. I know that opening sequence pretty well. And I've never watched Broken Flowers because, I don't know, I like my Bill Murray funny. Uh, that's just my preference. Look. So you were talking about Citizen Kane before. Did you know that there was an actual interview in, with Orson Welles where they said, so Orson, Citizen Kane, how was that? And his literal response to that was, I wish I made Surf Ninjas. <laughs> yeah. oh, it would have been a very different film had, had Orson Welles tackled Surf It would have been less. And I, yeah, look, I don't know if he would have been the right person to do it. Mm. I think we, we were discussing earlier uh, before this podcast started about the hope like the hope for a long awaited sequel to Surf Ninjas. With Rob Schneider With Rob reprising Sh- his role as Iggy. Absolutely. I and think Rob Schneider would be the aged, you know, perhaps the, the, the aged wise uh, uh, Iggy who then tells a new set of brothers that they are perhaps mm. Surf Ninjas. Surf Ninjas. Um, and we discussed the only man who could probably direct this reprisal is Michael Bay. Bay. Mm. Michael, there is a scene in this where there's a lot of explosions that I did write. Did Michael Bay do this sequence? Because I don't know what he was doing at that time. It was before The Rock, definitely. It certainly was. Before Bad Boys. So earlier in this uh, episode, I made a cheeky joke that this, is, this is Isaac Hayes. It um, is, isn't it? Yeah. And in the shot where he was in the car and he saw them driving by, hmm. the subtitle said, Hello, children. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> Did he say that? Yes, well, the subtitles said so. He did actually say that. I wrote that down. Um, My favourite bit is that he, like, they're driving in a car and he, like, pulls up in his car and he just looks at them and I'm like, is he in a van? Mm. I wasn't quite sure because, you know, it was a bit mysterious in the dark. Oh, I love how sexy he is. Like, it's like, good night, Lieutenant. And he's just like, good night. Well, his voice is just like that, isn't it? I who Isaac Hayes? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. Tone Isaac think, Hayes low. I don't think he's putting that voice on. No, I think it's his real voice. I, I that's probably why they hired him. I They're like, he, get me the sexiest voice outside of Samuel Jackson. I think he played because he's a bit busy right now. He, he played an animal in Fern Gully. Did he? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. No, that makes sense. I, I he, didn't his know. His voice would be it's like an iguana or something or goanna. Yeah. Well, you know, this... look at that piece of ship. So, that, is that the ship that you think is going the wrong way? Oh, no, it's when they show the map and they have, like, a Monopoly yeah, ship. Yeah, and the only montage in the film. Fun fact, there's only, like, one or two montages in this film. Unlike the previous episode we did, where there was 15. Yes. Can't get over it. Well, um... This, here it oh, is. yeah, here it is. No, it's on the... No, no, it was on the right side, the East Coast. That's where, like, New York and all that yeah, is. Yeah, but, no, they were, like... They were coming from, like, another country, Also, though. you got to think that uh, if, they're, if, if it's a... Uh, Different maps coming from different places put the co- different continents in the centre. Really? Yeah, so what? like a map from Asia, like obviously the world's, the, the countries and continents are the same in relation to each other, but 
in regards to which is in the center of the map depends on where you got the map from. So if this is a map from their country, their home country, it's it's fair to say that it could be because of that. So it was an inaccurate map? Not an in- inaccurate map, but if you think of, you know, what's this, what is in the middle of the world is like a matter of, and when I say middle, I don't mean like the equator, but, you know, vertically... I'm a, I'm, a bit, I'm a bit confused because I'm straight up saying that their ship was where they weren't. Sam's giving you an educational lesson here, Bartek. Listen up. I mean, I'm not saying Jesus. it's an inaccurate map. I'm saying, like, perhaps the map is it's different to what you're normally seeing. It is. Yeah, but I, I don't see how that's relevant to... Did it, like, did we see the east coast of America on the map? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay, well, then I... They were on the right <laughs> side. Then, look, look, California's on the left side of America. The ship was yes. on the right side of America, and then it was crossing underneath to the left. To, through Mexico, which apparently has the ability... Yeah, to if they were... The re- ship go through... If it. they were really in California, then the ship wouldn't have passed Mexico. But right. this film brings up... You see, this film brings up debate. Geographical debate. Yeah. And it's me debate with myself a lot. I, and like you know, it's when I saw the chick, I debated. The, the, the country in which they're they're living in is also not really uh, made up for the for, for the purpose of the film. Is but it, it definitely I thought this is a true story. It definitely well, you know, inspired by. Mm. They don't you know they don't want to get into a legal battle. By, yeah, by I mean, particular people films people particular are still royalty. sensitive about Vietnam. Yeah, yeah. So it's 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 clear like which particular Asian countries. Mm-hmm. Um, seem to inspire this 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 false mm. Asian country mm. here. Yeah. Mm. yeah, like, when I watched this film, I was, like, convinced, like, oh, okay, it's, like, some island off Japan or something. But no, mm. it was, like, in the middle of, like, Papua New Guinea and yeah. Indonesia. Yeah, and it, <laughs> yeah. the more you look at it, you're, like, it's it's clearly, you know... About Australia. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. like, I, it's actually filmed in Thailand, apparently, but... Yeah, you know, which, that's which fun I feel like you can, you can tell, you know. I, they, they definitely bring that flavour... Across in what a flavor! I can't see any Thai restaurants in this shot. But I can't I see any ping it. pong balls shooting out. Is ping pong popular in uh, Thailand? Uh, yes, <laughs> <laughs> I believe it's a national sport. Yes, I would have said. Yeah. Stay that way, Bartek. Yeah. Never fade away. Never into... seen a vagina. But ping pong, is, <laughs> ping pong is such a you know African name. So <laughs> <laughs> racism brought to you by Bartek See, once again. Uh, this is what this is what Bartek. This scene, I guess, may have been what Bartek was referring to uh, earlier with the girl's hair. The girl's hair being down definitely adds to yeah the light. and no, that sort of it's definitely yeah. more a casual look than we yeah. saw her before. Yeah. Oh oh my god! We I'm oh. sorry guys, we just missed <laughs> the what is undoubtedly <laughs> the best line in the film, which, which is, is uh, you know Rob Schneider saying money can't buy knives. <laughs> <laughs> The, the wise old man with the eye patch said, oh, we're going to find something that money can't buy. These special knives. These mystic knives. And Rob Schneider then goes on an excellent rant about... That the black oh, guy you know joins. What? Money, oh, money can't buy knives? No, the black you go guy to joins. any store and say, hey, can I get some knives? And they'll be like, no, sorry, dude. We, don't you know? Money can't buy knives. <laughs> yeah. And it's, There's only a few it's of them by far... The funniest. <laughs> the funniest part about the film. But also maybe the best 
best delivery by Rob Schneider ever ever seen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did enjoy. It. I like that the black guy joined in at the yeah, end. He's he like, I would join in, but like, he's like, I would cut down this tree, but, but I, I don't, don't have, have a knife. knife. Yeah. Oh and my the God. subtitle <laughs> said, "I'd cut him, but I knife." Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, can I say something? Where did the cop get a change of clothes? On the ship. On the ship, yeah. From who has the same size outfit as him? And also, I love how he has this scarf. What are you trying to say? He's got it from person A. He's a very tall guy. I love... He's got this magical scarf that I thought... Oh, okay. Sam, you've seen the movie before, so you might laugh at me. But I was watching him like, okay, he's got this scarf. He's going to use that in a fight scene, right? Like, he's going to wrap it around someone's foot and pull him out. No, it's just there for aesthetic value. And I'm very glad because... Must I say, he looks fantastic. Yeah, it's a good look for him. Scarf. Like, Somebody, you know, obviously looked at him with the clothes and s- said, man, he could really benefit from a, <laughs> a from scarf. A scarf. <laughs> yeah, I agree. They went, this guy needs a scarf, like a very feminine scarf, because mm. he's a very masculine guy. Man, we need yeah, a bit of... Yeah, we need to the... offset that. We don't want him to come across as too macho yeah. or too... Or, you know have any sort of representation of toxic masculinity Mm, mm, because he's not a surfer no he's not he's not one of the surfers he's not one of the ninjas might I add I know skip it ahead spoiler you said the knife thing was the best bit in the film funny wise nope (laughs) nope I I lost my shit I was on the ground in (laughs) tears when the black guy was like I think I brother yes (laughs) (laughs) the black guy the black guy's like, brothers don't surf. <laughs> like, I still like, rate the knife thing so funny. Because it's one of those things, you know, in 1993, when I was three years old, watching the film, you don't find that particular conversation all that funny. And definitely the brothers don't surf thing goes over Why your head that? too. Why is that a the, thing? It goes over my head now, because I'm like, I didn't know that was a stereotype yeah. of black people. Like, I didn't know. Black it's, people yeah, don't it, surf? I think maybe it comes also from the stereotype of their lackluster swimming ability. But I didn't I, know I, that either. What? It, I, this is something I'm unaware yeah, of. Definitely... Yeah, this that's the great thing about this film too. You come back to it, you know, later with an adult's eyes and an adult's mm. understanding of the world. Yeah, yeah. And some of these little lines that skipped you as a, as a child just become the best. The best. Although you know. w- with us talking about spoilers, we missed we missed the bit where Rob Schneider revealed that his cousin got lost in a cave once. <gasps> yeah, what was that about? I thought it was going to be revealed that he's in this cave. <laughs> <laughs> Rob Schneider, and he was the prince all along. <laughs> And I thought the guy was going to be played by Adam Sandler. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been perfect. We also haven't acknowledged... Um, Anna, uh, I can make a better movie than anyone in Hollywood. This, this is pre-Rob Schneider, Adam Sandler. We, we no, is friendship. it? It's before they were in films together. No, no, not really. What? It was a few years Because they were both on Saturday Night Live at this time. Yeah, but they weren't in films together. Uh, we have to they check. Doing their, what's what's the earliest Adam Sandler film? You can, what's a, what's a pre nineteen ninety three Adam Sandler film? Uh, um, the one I can think of, I think it is nineteen ninety three or nineteen ninety two, is called Airheads, where it's Adam Sandler, Brendan Fraser, yeah, and, and Steve they're Buscemi. In a rock band. Is, is yeah, Rob and Schneider I, in that? I don't know, but I feel like he would be in there. You <laughs> <laughs> can't just assume. <laughs> well, you look because it up, Mister. I'm grabbing my phone out during Ryan talking about emotional stuff. Like Adam Sandler should have been the cousin. Someone was calling me. And, uh, it was your friend. The, the you earliest, the earliest film I can think of is Big Daddy with them. Yeah, I think Rob Schneider's definitely... He's definitely not in Billy Madison. 
Yeah, he's not. He's not. I've I seen Billy Madison. Madison in like I've seen years. that movie a million times. He's not in it. Yeah. Yeah. I thought he was a penguin. Herod from Jesus Christ Superstar no is in that movie. What? what? There's no way to tell if Rob Schneider is the penguin. And How can you not? Know? Have you not seen his physique? He's in a suit, though. You can't the penguin was it. fat. Isn't Rob Schneider really Oh, no, sweet? I thought they just painted him. No. It looked like a penguin. It's a penguin suit. I know. Rob Schneider doesn't look like a penguin suit. No, he looks. Okay, have you seen Over the Hedge? Uh, I have not. Okay, have you seen Over the Hedge? Is Rob Schneider in that? No, no. Well, I was going to say, Steve Carell is. Uh, In Over the Hedge, there's a character who's a turtle. Yes. Have you seen the animation at all? Like, has seen anything? Like, what it looks like? I might have seen a trailer. Okay, so in Over the Hedge, there's a turtle, uh, and it looks like Rob Schneider. That's, that's 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 all I'm saying is there's a turtle in Over the Hedge that for me looks like Rob Schneider. So is it as good as Big Daddy? Rob Schneider. Schneider. Did I say that? Did I say that or was that you just no, mispronouncing it? Because I'm like mispronouncing it. You? Oh, yeah. good. <laughs> Enough jokes at my expense. <laughs> well, see, I, I think the 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 leading lady looks hot. This, yeah, this the sense. more you cover her face up, the hotter she gets. Oh, I agree. God. Rough guts. <laughs> hey, that's what they were saying hey, at the beginning. A, Remember, you, good, you missed that sequence of good too, jokes. So, yeah, we're coming up to the next frictionless ground scene. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I love it. You're reminding me Indeed. so much. Oh, yeah. I would like to point out that Hatch is, um... Zatch. Is Zatch. He's... He's... Wristbands don't seem to fit his wrist. <laughs> really? No, they've got to show his wrist tattoos. His wrists are too large. Oh, you can see a bit of his scar. I didn't notice yeah, that. Yeah, no, it's, oh, yeah, it's no, this very is... subtle. It's yeah. subtle. Very detailed. And it's to remind you, like, this is him, you know, reliving the horrors of those, of those, those mm. events. <gasps> we haven't discussed Rob Schneider's magic in yeah. this? I was going to, but then you guys were talking about something. We were talking about, shut it, look, okay, here it is. Why has Rob Schneider got magic powers in this? Or is this just, like, frictionless... (laughs) Frictionless ground. I love what if. His what if power? Like, what if, you know, one of us falls and it happens? Somebody wrote that. Yeah, Uh, he lost his gun. That's important. He lost his gun, which is important. I do love how he does use his badge. Like, he's like, I'm a cop. And the guys, like, they don't do anything. in a foreign country. Like, (laughs) in what world was that He doesn't do anything straight away. Like, he's like, the the guys, they're like, I'm a cop. And they're just like, oh, uh, okay, like... They don't do anything for a second, and then yeah. they like, go, okay, get up. Like then you're going to come with us. They don't care that you're a cop. <laughs> like, look at this. He's like, yeah, I'm a cop. You are arrested. It yeah. is a shame that his gun doesn't come back, but you know it's true. Salt water fish can't survive yeah. the outside. That's a callback to the red herring joke. Yeah. Thanks, Patrick. Which I came up with last night. I'm so happy you guys liked it. <laughs> I was in hysterics. The memory of it is fading slowly the more you bring it up. So, so yeah, his his what-if powers are, are what inspired the Shazam. PlayStation 1 Spider-Man games with what-if mode. Yeah. Which, oh mostly, God, just, yeah. which mostly just put bananas in places. Yeah. I forgot about what that if? game. Uh, and, 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 and obviously it also inspired the, the very popular Marvel comic books what-if series. Where they say, "What if this would happen?" And they did it. They would do a whole whole comic on it. Yeah, I like how he just throws Rob Schneider and he laughs like, "Ha ha!" He Rob enjoys, Schneider could have yeah. been seriously injured. Like, there's sticks in there. Well, he could no, have got a punctured lung. But they're oh, absolutely. But, but they're frictionless, so he'll yeah, just slide yeah. off. Them. <laughs> if there was friction, he could have gotten a cut. Yeah. But okay, look, she's she's, she's okay. Pretty. She's pretty. She's off her back, man. She's 
pretty in the same way that Jodie Foster is pretty. No way. Jodie Foster <laughs> looks like a branch. She looks like a okay, wet sock filled no, no, with okay. meat. Okay, the one, whoa. <laughs> a tan-coloured no, sock, that's obviously. <laughs> Jodie Foster's attractive in Taxi Driver, but admittedly, she's playing a prostitute in that. So it's, There was, was a woman in Taxi Driver? I can't remember any women. There's lots of women in Taxi Driver. Oh, yeah, there were prostitutes. Like, yeah. These guys genuinely believed they were going to bang like this. They, <gasps> yeah! There was going to be a gangbang <laughs> Frictionless forest, I which die. is the best place. To okay, have. <laughs> you say gangbang, but I think it would have been a uh, friendly suck. orgy. <laughs> yeah, okay, he's yeah. I I wrote that down. Like, were they going to gangbang? Like, <laughs> no, okay, I went after look, this movie. I looked at the trivia I and I thought it, these guys. First of all, they genuinely. She made it seem as if it was going to be consensual gangbang. Gang yeah, yeah. Which of, That's what of made course it worse. is the only reason they're interested. They, right. if, if she didn't seem into it, I'm sure they wouldn't have followed. They would have just shot her. Yeah. yeah. That's what made it worse for me. It's like, like, okay, it would have been weird if this film took a rape angle suddenly, yeah. but it was weird that they took a consensual gangbang. Rape. I don't think it is weird, Ryan, because I think this is the kind <laughs> of forward. I think this is a forward-thinking film that says, yeah, "Hey, yeah. why can't a, you know a young, attractive girl own her sexuality and just ah. have sex with four soldiers at once? Four, five, six armed soldiers. Yeah, yeah. I love. So, what would be the alternative? She goes up and says, "Hey, fuck me." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, they can't. You know, they've got to apply some subtlety to it. She can't just be like, "Hey, all four of you, <laughs> fuck me in the bush." Stick it in me, please. <laughs> One, two, three, four, all at once. You know, it might have made more sense if she did. No, I went too far. She, she certainly would have bought them more time if she genuinely had <laughs> If this was like a Patrick Lehoven movie, then yeah, but it isn't. I love... No, this is what I don't get. I was going to... I'm like, okay... I'm going to go to the trivia and find out what she actually said to them. Yeah. Mm. It doesn't say anything. Like, it doesn't tell so me it that. it doesn't it... have the tie. No, it doesn't say no, what it, she said. Well, that's to be fair. I wanted it is to it be... Ama- she's, I, I is feel she... like, no, I think it she was speaking... It wouldn't be a tie in... because it would be in a fal- like a false Asian language, wouldn't it? No, I think she was generally saying words. Like, they sound like real... Asian words, but I I just want to know can't. I want to know what she said. Somebody find it look it up for us. Only I only looked on IMDb. I didn't okay. have the chance, so maybe I think it might be out there somewhere. Somebody's like translated it into fuck me in the bush. Yeah, using actually that inspired both uh, Patrick Stewart and James McAvoy with their Xavier putting the two fingers to their head. <laughs> yeah, I, I I thought that, and you know the Matrix, nothing in comparison to this yeah, when no. it came to fighting scenes. Like, look at this. It's look at her go. go. Her hair. Is, you know, yeah, look. Yeah. She wouldn't have been in much trouble if she tied her hair back. Oh, my God, oh, guys. That, you, you've always have been a victim. Yeah, we haven't that, acknowledged Ryan, that. And, and yeah. this is no exception. She would have been fine with her hair. like Out? In her face? Her she, hair didn't get her into trouble there. The reason she was fighting people. That's why she was like, <laughs> always She like, oh, was in her hair. Like how the maid. Her hair had nothing to do with it. Her hair did. Yeah, we haven't really acknowledged that the kid's motivation is he really wants to drive. Yeah, what's yeah. that about? He's like, the man well, won't let me. He's know, like, oh my God. Yeah, get down I live in man. the USA and I've got another maybe like... Ten years. Four years, because remember they drive when they're like sixteen. Yeah. Before oh, I can, yeah. before I can dangerously surf a jeep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is a good, this actually, oh, well, he's not this, even, wait no earlier in the film he said that he's almost sixteen. Guys, so. that got me laughing and hysterics. He's like yeah. throw dynamite and he hits one in the eye, <laughs> <laughs> and it doesn't explode. And look, no, they didn't light, light it. the dynamite; they just threw it. Okay. 
can we stop for a moment and yeah. just witness this scene here? Because it's interesting, you know. What <laughs> is this supposed to be? Well, if you have cigarettes, wait, wait. then you can get fire. <laughs> Maybe you should put on your patch. Look who I'm talking. What? Yeah, because he's got an eye patch. Why? The patch. The smoke he's got an eye patch. patch. Yeah, but I just love. Why did that sequence happen at all? They're like, okay, it's a film in which they're willing to show Playboy magazine and be like, yeah, titties, but smoking. Nah. No, that's good. They took an. It was a subtle took anti anti smoking. Subtle. Things. And especially when you know subtle. children are watching this. This subtle. Yeah, they were subtle. Subtle. Sam, do you smoke? They weren't. I don't smoke. See, because he grew up with this film. Yeah, uh, it, it's you know in don't make the same mistake out. I yeah. did. Yeah, that's what Pat it's like. I for. have one eye, and I'm a smoker, and so you're. Like, I smoke I, out of my eye hole. Like, I, that's why and my so eyes. So as a child, you know, I would like to keep both my eyes. And yeah. You don't smoke cigarettes. Oh. Don't smoke, people. It's bad. It's Wear bad. the patch. So this is the stretch of the film where you don't really see Leslie Nobunaga. This is another mm. part of the film. What I was saying, you were saying that they don't they don't slow down again. I feel like this is another time where the audience gets to take a little bit of a breath. Yeah, as you look at his tie dye headband. Yeah. No, but then you know they're they're preparing for the you know this battle that they know they're going to have to have. But for now they've escaped. Yeah. They've they've they're no longer in immediate threat. And yeah, this this the tie dye uh, bandana is obviously emotional. Emotional. I like how Rob Schneider gets one. Like he's like, I am king. Like give me one. Prince, yeah. <laughs> no, he wants. To, he no, he's convinced that he's going to be the king. Yeah, but he's convinced that he's currently the prince. Yeah, but uh, many times in the film, he's like, I am, I am, I am your king. Because he, he forgets he's gonna, what he is. Yeah, he's he's a bit of a contradiction. Yeah, dudes. Oh, Cow that's. Manga. Can we? We have not mentioned. The 90s slang. Now, Bartek and I aren't as fluent in it as you would be, Sam, because, you know, because we did... Because of that extra three years. Yeah, that yeah. extra three... No, really, that does help, because you would have been... Yeah, you would have been, like, nine years old in 1999, so you would have had nine years of being able to use slang, while we only had, like, six. And six yeah. is... And I focused on Polish a lot. Yeah, so, yeah, so did you use such phrases as bitchin' or pumpin' or psych? I think... Well, I, was, you were, I reckon you would have been a psych. Psych def- was definitely big. I think bitchin' and pumping was uh, probably before my age. You know, I was I was probably not old enough to really use bitchin' because I would have gotten in trouble for saying Bart bitch. Simpson used to say it on The Simpsons. Yeah, and uh, I was I was no Bart Simpson. What? I thought you were hardcore. No. <laughs> no, he was lame. I'm he was soft. No... I am Cinemax. I'm softcore at best. Yeah, he hasn't even seen Citizen Kane properly. He's no Stan Marsh. Stan Dosh. Big Stan. Oh, jeez, bro. You just owned him. Oh. Trey Parker calling you out. Wrecked. More like Trey Darker. See, these guys are going to Talk- start... Surfing their jeeps. So when I was watching this yesterday, oh, her headband's fucking terrible. Kwanzu, go on, Bartek. Yeah, when when to... I was watching this scene yesterday, I was just imagining how fun this, this would have been to film. This is their breather. This is no, it isn't. But it they were like dancing <laughs> and like the waving. They have is like the buffalo. <laughs> how are we gonna bring all these buffalo with us? Oh, here's something. I okay. When I watch the sequence, I'm like, oh, why is she walking with the parasol into the woods, into the forest? Is she going to get kidnapped? But thank God this film took the appropriate approach, which is he's just peeling bananas. He sees her and chucks it away instantly. (laughs) This is also, that's one of the things that really tips you off to the film being filmed in Thailand, is the size of the bananas are quite small. Yeah, piss weak. 
That's the size bananas yeah. are in Thailand. So, so, no, so we know that. Yes. No, so, I have not. But, but I have, and those are the size of the bananas. Um, where, how was how Thailand? Did you get a ping pong ball? They're more aimed for monkeys than, than people. The, the people are monkeys? Yeah, well, this is what we've learned. <laughs> this island has monkeys, bananas, and buffalo. Yeah. There was a monkey earlier in this film, and yeah, his no. name is Rob Schneider. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think a headband is the worst. Is... I don't know what your beef with this girl. <laughs> I think she's an Asian just Jodie cause her, Foster. Because hers, are, her why? It's just pink. No, no, no. I think it's like neck? no, no. I think her is it me or is her a lot bigger? Like her emblem is a lot bigger than his, and he's the fucking king. Do you think with because obviously this father son uh, filmmaking duo of these two? Mm. Yeah. Do you think like it's an awkward thing to say, "Hey, dad, like can I bang her? Like, is there going to be a love interest? in this film for me do I get to make out with do you want to watch me make out with a girl well, if, like the, if the guy that does fight choreography has like the authority to <laughs> I, I think he directed it too didn't he no, no. Uh, it was directed by um, Saint someone Israel I forgot it's, it should be somewhere along the yeah, we'll find out there. later Israel, yeah, I agree. Israel, <laughs> that's his last name. Take a look. Take a look. <laughs> it's not. Fair. Get the stats. <laughs> so earlier you mentioned her emblem's bigger. So uh... oh no no look like their emblems are fairly small, but her emblem on her headband is massive in comparison, em- and that's em- what that's my problem a valid is. Valid reason I- to dislike. No no no. What I mean is. It stands out differently. Like, how come you've, hers... You've stood against this character <laughs> from the onset. No, no this yeah. isn't what I want to ask. I just want to be... I just want to ask you this. What do you think of girls with big emblems? I think they're great. Oh, uh, so, okay. So no. what do you got up against As long as they're not too just, big. Like, no, they have... Yeah, exactly. So you you, like, natural. See, a few of these, you can already see the surfboards in them mm. before he has this vision, vision. Of the surfboard. They look like and almonds. This is where he's oh. starting to see things without the assistance of his game gear. You know, he no longer, you know, needs his his gaming console to look into the future and see... The I miss the gaming console, though. Yeah, it was... It was it the was most a, emotional character. It was certainly a charming... charming oh, like, this is all you need to teach people how to surf. Bend, Bend your knees, knees. Use your arms. I like, from now on, you realise how fucking ripped he is. Yeah. yeah. Like, once he started to fight, they just showed off, look how ripped he is. It's all that... Castle, and it's definitely a martial artist buddy. It's oh you know, yeah, he's like a little, little muscle. Oh, dude, he's like fourth degree you know, black belt in taekwondo. Yeah, uh, I'm afraid of him, but he has point. He has really hard nipples in most of these scenes. I I don't have uh, any belts in taekwondo, but I do have a red belt in karate. Do you? I skipped I skipped uh, two belts to get that red belt. I went from white to red. Really? Here yeah. comes your what was in between? Uh, blue and yellow. Okay. And so, maybe green. I can't remember if green look, was Look, I, I didn't want to brag. Here it is. Oh, here it is. <laughs> Those of my generation do not surf, said the sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Those of my generation. Yeah, brothers don't surf. Got translated into those of my generation. No, I didn't know that. No, what I was going to say was... Those of my generation. Because <laughs> the word brother <laughs> got translated into something else and then that got translated back. It's not like he even said my brothers. No. He, did, he just said, oops, brothers. Brothers in general. My favourite My favorite thing is, okay, you're talking about you got a belt it in karate. Just as being siblings don't. So. I used to be a two-time world karate champion and I watched... <laughs> And you're laughing watched, because it's true. It's so true. And I watched Bend It Like Beckham in this film, yeah. and it really turned my life around. No, that's a joke, of course. Um, I actually do have a belt. I wear it for pants that are too big for me. 
which is most pants because I am tall and, and, and thin. And what color is it? Uh, I have two. There's one that's brown and one wow, that's you're black. Really high up. And yeah, and I, you know, if you're a tall, thin person, you know the problem of buying pants. If you're tall and thin, they don't exist. Uh, Like skinny jeans on me are just normal jeans because it's like if you're tall, that must mean you're fat somehow. Like, you know, that must mean like you have a large waist if you've got long legs. And also, I did not know that fat people have really long legs. That's just something I'm ignorant of. It goes the other way. You know, I I have a, a large waist. And every pair of jeans I buy, I have to roll up. I also, on a separate note, I almost had that exact jacket you've got, Bartek, when I was fifteen. Mm. <laughs> Bartek is wearing a jacket. Oh, we missed it. He surfed. He surfed. Iggy can time. surf. You know, and and I think as he went the, really far. The audience, we we share a bit of Iggy's triumph there. You know, yes, I did it. I finally did it, and we're like, we good for you. And like until then, Iggy had had a had. Years, years of friendship with these surf Surfers. ninjas, with without surfing with them <laughs> once. Okay, Sam, you've watched this movie how many times? Would you say it would be upwards of ten, past double digits? We yeah. have watched this twice. Exactly yeah. double digits, maybe <laughs> past double digits. Some might say uh, because he said like upwards. You didn't sound too sure. I didn't say. Up to a hundred, though, yeah. which would have been triple digits. <laughs> so sure some might say triple digits. digits. No. Okay. So <laughs> I have not watched this, it a hundred uh, times. Are you sure? Yes. Okay. So it doesn't sound too sure, but <laughs> in this fight scene, okay, you've watched this many a time. Yeah. Other aspects of the film that you think could have been done better? Uh, probably not. I think that mm. um, it's perfect for the time as well. It's exactly it what fits it needed the kind be. of action sequence that audiences craved. This upward shot of Rob Schneider is beautiful as he runs. It definitely sort of suggests a level of power that yeah. his character hasn't had prior to that moment. Okay, so can I ask you? And I think Bartek is gonna agree with me. Hopefully, yes. could you please defend for me personally okay. the bit in which? Steve Munn slash Leslie Nielsen violently masturbates with his robot head. <laughs> that was well, a good part. Hey, that was a great part, but I want to know. If you've got a robot head, <laughs> yeah. I think, you know, certainly the, the young, the, the teenagers in the audience and, the, and maybe even the dads, the sadder dads, I guess, I don't know, up to this point, were definitely asking themselves, has he jerked off? <laughs> and what kind of damage does that do to your dick? And A lot, I imagine. Yeah. Oh, here comes, you know, some of the best parts of the movie as well. Where this guy has to fall down stairs. The stairs. The that, stairs. Is that the best? It's one of the best. Remember <laughs> okay. 1993, so a three-year-old yeah. boy watching boy? this man you fall man. down what is like thousands of steps. Yeah, and he has no he way of getting, down stopping himself. all of them. And they definitely, you know, they definitely piece together the shots to like... That was is an hour's worth of stairs he's already fallen down. They definitely edit the shots together to really suggest that these he's stairs down are a lot. endless. Yeah. I love... Um, it takes him the rest of the movie to get I back up gets, the stairs. No, he gets back up eventually, and then yeah, he gets back he down, get, then he, he gets, gets back up that, again. Yeah. So he does all right. Um, I just wanted to hear more about why it's okay that Leslie Nielsen is looking into the eyes of... How old is the main guy supposed to be? He's 15, coming on 16. Looking into yeah. the eyes of a 15-year-old boy while furiously masturbating with his robot hand. Because <laughs> that's something well, that I watched it. I watched it. I watched it. Let's let the moment come up first. Yeah, come up. Good choice. Uh, okay, this is... Yeah, this is the bit... 
you know, in which... <laughs> <laughs> he flicked his game gear. So now that he doesn't need it to see the future, it still serves a purpose. In the yeah, future. yeah. Yeah, it's fun. He yeah. could... I love... He's been shot, and Rob Schneider's presence is more aggravating and hurtful than, than being shot. Yeah. Like, he's like, I'm fine, and then Rob Schneider fucks it up, also, and then he's like, oh my god, get away We just from had me. a shot of, essentially, where that wound should be, and we can't see it. Because and his pecs sh- are in the way. Yeah. And his nipple. Did he get shot in the back? Could you imagine or was it- looking down at your dad during the sequence, and he's pretending to have died, and then he's not dying, and both of you are trying to flex your pecs as much as you can, because yeah. that's what they were doing during that sequence, like... He's flexing his pecs like, oh, I'm down. And then he's flexing his pecs like, oh, I'm going to avenge you. And it's just so awkward. All they needed to do was sweat. Have you ever seen the Friday movies? I have done. The 13th? Friday, no, no, just yep, Friday. So he comes back up the steps and then a different guy just like... No, it's the main guy, yeah? Yeah, but the oh. girl uh, did it the first Yeah, yeah I know, but it's like now the main guy like... Now the main guy... Flips oh, it's the main guy. For days. Yeah, Sorry, yeah. all ages Johnny. the same. Johnny. Johnny. Um, no, I was going to say, in the Friday movies... And then... He was falling on his ass, but now he's falling sideways. Yeah. Um, what I was going to say was, in the Friday, the third Friday movie, which is apparently the worst one, which may one day be on this show, because I think it's unappreciated, yeah. uh, Terry Crews is in it, and oh, he grabs Ice Cube, mm-hmm. and uh, I can't remember the other guy, and he grabs them, and he chokes them by squeezing his pecs so hard that it cuts off their circulation to their throat. Yeah, and I just Johnny got just reminded of and like, a bullet, a bullet, so accurately that he took out the wheel of a car. And here we, here we, we throw back to the water, the water, the water. But I love damage. He's like, ah, oh, my hand, and then he's like, no, I'm fine actually. <laughs> like, it's like, oh, it's okay. I wet. <laughs> <laughs> These sometimes. I'm fine. fine. It's I fine. <laughs> no, it's I'm fine. Actually. Yeah, I know, I know. Oh, this see, this shot is beautiful. It like, looks look at like it. it's, it's the running most low on battery though. It, oh no, like that shot of with the red mist and smoke behind him, it looked beautiful. I love, mm. just shoot him. Just shoot him is something I wrote constantly about the ninjas. Like, they have guns and they don't shoot people yeah. with them. Well, Austin Powers addressed this in the movie. As opposed to the Austin Powers cartoon. I they guess, were I di- di- directly <laughs> responding to Surf Ninjas when he said that. Like, yeah. just shoot, you know. Just shoot. So, did their prop of this knife break? Because it looks broken. <laughs> No, it's no. just the style. It's the it's style. style of sword where they. Okay. Have I guess you want to hit him with the corners. Less of a yeah, less of mm. a. I guess it's less lethal. I like how he in the fight instantly gave it to Rob Schneider. Like he's like, I don't need this for now. Like yeah. you have it, Rob. Yeah, choke yourself out. Like he's a bit Michael Hutchinson in this scene. We all have. Well, it's erotic asphyxiation. Yeah, exactly. And if you're not careful. Michael Hutchinson kind of thing will happen where you die in a in your closet for the world. To I was in the In Excess miniseries. Were you? Were you Michael Hutchinson? Like uh, less than twenty minutes in, he's at a concert. And oh my god! I'm there the it audience. is. Talk talk about robot That's, masturbation, please. Look, look at I him; he's enjoying it. Masturbation too. is a strong word. Yeah, We've jerking all... his cock with a robot head was... while wanting to make a cum face. It's definitely I not think masturbation. It was also, his nuts. Like, well, I mean, no, it clearly looked like he's. I love. And his nipples are very hard after he masturbated furiously. Like, the you main kids. His... Well, no, the, the main kids. nids have not calmed down. <laughs> no, they got harder. Big Fat Liar ended with Paul G. Mighty getting a blowjob from a dog. And you're what? complaining about this. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, when did that happen? Hey, he's the callback. 
Uh, okay, let's never explain that. Watch so, Big Fat uh, Lion. I'll tell you what also this suggests, this using the using the same shot, is that Toothless Man is ageless. has survived <laughs> the evil regime. Yeah, I think he was an informer. And also, it's clear that, I guess, it, it kind of made it look like as if that shot wasn't reused because they panned up and then panned to this, which is all one continuous yeah, well, shot. I, yeah, but before they cut, before they panned. Yeah, Did well, okay. no, they panned a lot. And No, like in the previous shot, the it flashback. was just him... Bang the dong and then it cut to the parent. It did ah. not. It went up and then right and there was stuff. No, that just happened then. But back in the flashback, it didn't. It did just happen then. No, it did. It did happen now and it happened then. And look, here's the cut. We all wanted him to come back. Oh, I didn't realize that he was gonna be like a setup and a payoff. So I was really yeah. happy. Like I didn't realize. Yeah, you had no idea he was gonna be there. Like I thought, oh, it was Rock just some roll, random. Buddy. Oh yeah. And he's so clearly a different Asian to the rest of the Asian people. Oh, there. he's clearly he's clearly different. He's but maybe it's also because he's the only fat one. And then no, I feel like you can tell. The yeah, yeah. Baba Rum doesn't you, really sound. Well, you, it's a fictional language, maybe. I don't know. Baba Rum. Well, that's his name, isn't it? Like Baba Rum. Yeah, that's his name. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's why, why like they have the song. That's why the song is that song. Yeah, okay. It's it's emotional, Sam. The guy's watched it well over a hundred times. I thought you would have noticed that, but I guess you know. Well, he didn't watch it with these excellent subtitles. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I've never watched it with subtitles before. I like Johnny's attitude when he starts having his speech. Mm. I just love you know that the younger brother Adam. He did quite a lot in the film. Like, I, I could argue that he was the real hero. Mm-hmm. He yeah. drove. Because he's the one that made... My first Bill King. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was the one that made Leslie Nielsen's hand fritz out, like, yeah. during the fight. So, if anything, the younger one should be king. I don't care. Wait, did... The younger brother... Yeah, he was playing the Game Boy thing, and, and he, he made, made it so his hand would, like, turn against yeah, him. Yeah. Oh, I thought that was what the water did. No. No, like, the water probably helped that, but, like, he was on the Game Boy thing. He's like, no, you don't. And then when he shot, the gun went up. Yeah. So And he then made, he, he made also made him choke himself. so badly that he couldn't use the gun. Oh, I thought that was the water. No, no that, you, you okay. meant to... You, I think you, you meant to notice that, too, that the, that the younger brother has a direct hand in... The fight. In the fight. Oh, I completely missed it. Well, you pay attention. Oh, I like how this guy's like, okay, I'll just roll back down the stairs. Not, okay, well, I'll at least just he's join gonna, you. Yeah, at least yeah. he's not going to go back up again. Uh, he might. We didn't watch, did you watch till the end of the credits? My God, the I soundtrack the in the this movie. Okay, the soundtrack in this movie is so aggressive. There are scenes in which I can't understand some of the things that they're saying because the music is louder than the dialogue, mm. and that's good. I think that's very good because, oh. Because it's not about what they say; it's about the general feel of the scene. Yeah, it's not, about what their faces are telling you, you. What emotions you you click into, no. and not necessarily about the exact words. What actor? Who? Which actor played this guy? <sighs> he looks so familiar. I think at the time in the nineties, this guy was used <laughs> for every Asian. Yeah, no, role. yeah, and especially Asian roles where they were very stereotypical Asian with Asian accents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What like, other movies has he been in? Because I definitely I couldn't tell you a single. One. I, yeah. could, yeah. <laughs> I, I could. I bet he was. In, I bet one. he was in Seinfeld though. Probably. <laughs> um, I I personally feel like he's like. Have you seen that the world's most recognizable extra? And yes, that, I have. Yeah, yeah, that that fat guy. Yeah, it's Is like that the that. British guy or something. No, he's like that fat young guy with like the frizzy hair and like the really pale complexion but with really red cheeks and yeah, he's like in everything in the background is like okay Scumbay Scumbay never came ah, oh. we, we missed 
Rome yeah. was the girl's name. You apparently only heard it once yeah. in the entire film. And that's how good of a character she was. Because, in my opinion, she looks like an Asian Jodie Foster. Who, according to Sam, was... What was it? Jodie Foster was like wet hair. Uh, wet, it was a wet sock. <laughs> tan sock filled with meat. I think she is much prettier than Jodie Foster. Well, Jodie Foster young. You're thinking of Jodie Foster in her prime. Even... In her prime, is she not in her prime when she's young? No, because in acting terms. Okay. In acting terms, we know Jodie Foster in the 90s, but when she was young, it was in the 70s. And we don't know 70s Jodie Foster outside of Taxi Driver, really. I, mean, well, I, I sure. She, I just think, you know, this. you've been very harsh on, <laughs> on this girl the whole time. Look, we've watched other films, okay, where there's been Sound more mixer, attractive... Ike Makel, is what his name was. He, and and he's him. probably the one who fucked up. <laughs> what do you mean he's fucked the up? only one who fucked up. <laughs> okay, so the movie's finally ended. Yeah. The movie's finally ended Let's on a musical the director, number. It, the director's I, already gone on. The I know. There was, come, there, was a cred, there was a credit that said assistant to Mr. Israel. Yeah, I told you his last name is I'm Israel. not lying. I'm not thinking you're lying. I just didn't look it up because I didn't really think to because I was That's, too busy watching the movie. Rule is you, like... When you, well, host you your own podcast and make it. your own rules. <laughs> so I only... I, I only Fuck re- you, Thailand. I only read Thailand is a beautiful country. If you do get the chance you love to go there, balls, go there. If you love ping pong balls, you know vaginas. Visit Thailand. If you love vaginas, <laughs> that, you can just say if you love vaginas, uh, visit Thailand. So the only readily available. There. The only uh, yeah, sometimes and dicks available there a lot too. Yeah, well, if you don't have a problem with dicks and vaginas, yeah, visit Thailand. You guys say about that. The only bit of trivia I read is that apparently. I don't think we addressed it, but there was a shot where the girl kicked one of the guys in the nuts yeah. in that fight scene. Whoa, apparently, she ruptured his testicle. Yeah, apparently that stuntman said um, he'd be fine getting kicked in the nuts, but apparently it really did hurt him a lot. Aww, and he never had kids and he died alone. Who would have known? So That rhymed! Yep. That, so that was Surf Ninjas, everyone. Made in 1993. Emotional film. Uh, best film ever made. Uh, what I love about doing this series of unappreciated masterpieces is all of these films are forgotten masterpieces, obviously. But having viewed them all, I can't help but kind of see the familiar way of telling a story, the familiar acting styles, the 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 really worn down, trodden ground of these films are all interconnected. Frictionless I, ground. Frictionless, frictionless ground. Yeah. And I just love watching it and it's just like watching these movies in comparison to appreciated movies, you can just see that there's two sides of the same coin, you know? One is just a lot more worn down than the other. But that's okay. I just love watching these films and just... Getting this universe of films where a director was like, you wrote that? Okay, let's make it. And then an actor was like, okay, I'm going to remember such poignant lines as, who were these Quimby's bruh? <laughs> and here's something I did not know what inserts I did not know who Quim, what Quimby's meant. Yeah. So I had to Google it and it means like faceless goons. But okay. I'm like, is okay. it Quimby from The Simpsons? Uh, probably He's not. got a face. That's probably the other way around. That Qu- Mayor Quimby from The Simpsons was inspired by this. By yeah. Was Mayor Quimby really popular in 1993? No. Not until after 1993. <laughs> <Yeah>, Bob <that's laughs> equipment. Okay. Because so. I'm an ass guy. <laughs> Equipment. <laughs> Gotta make sure we give those guys a shout out. 
the bum equipment, guys. I hope you guys are watching the credits with us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There was a song there <laughs> you earlier. Otherwise, you would have missed there was a song. the bum equipment. Was it? <laughs> I think there was a song in that list of songs called Cock of the North. Oh, I, I yeah. imagine right up your bum equipment. <laughs> I imagine there was. It doesn't. It wouldn't be seven inches if there wasn't. Okay, so Sam, since you're the one who's the <laughs> guest, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Since you're the guest, and you're the one who introduced us to this masterpiece, yes, I have to say thank you. You're welcome. Thank I, you. I, I also I, have to say thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, Bartek also has to say thank you. So does Ryan. So now it's the end. The credits have rolled. We are now looking at a blank screen. Uh, we now are going to review the films, make our own little reviews, and give it a rating out of our choosing. Sam, I'd like to hear your review of this film, what you have to say about this film, and what you would rate it. I'd like to go last, if that's possible. Oh, you want to go last? Yes, please. You're breaking the rules. Okay, I usually go last. Well, okay, uh, Bartek, you go first, because oh, yeah, you've never gone true. first. Oh, first... <laughs> Okay, well... First time a lady. I was really impressed... <laughs> I was going to make a bomb equipment. <laughs> I was really impressed with the bomb equipment. I was really impressed with the bomb equipment. What kind of equipment film. is that? Bomb. To give okay. the illusion of frictionless Look, okay. surfaces. This is Bartek's review and rating of the 1993 classic film Surf Ninjas. Yeah, okay, so look. I couldn't help but compare this movie to Bend It Like Beckham while we were watching it. Yeah, it's hard for, not to. For obvious reasons, but I... Fo- I focused more on the um, aspect of mise-en-scene and cinematography. Certainly. So, mm-hmm. Bend It Like Beckham is an English-Indian movie. Mm. I, I, mm-hmm. Not in like the most official sense, but you know what I mean. There's a lot of stuff that you would find in a Bollywood movie there. Yeah. Such as lots of colours, big extravagant sets and stuff like that. But I feel like this movie nailed it even more. Like It had the genuine 1993 Los Angeles... Uh, set oh, which is in California yes I say set but it was an actual city place. of angels yeah. Yeah. yeah fun fact Los Angeles California is actually a real place you can go there I have yet to go but I hear Thailand's nice yeah. I went there when I was 10 cool yeah I did and too. I went to Thailand when I was much older <laughs> and if you don't have to... <laughs> go on but if you don't have too much money you can just play San Andreas yeah. there you go which is obviously or GTA based. 5 which is mostly just Los Santos yes go on Bata um Yes, so the scenes set in not Thailand were also very beautifully done. It could have used some, uh, you know, restaurants, like I said earlier, to indicate where it was. Mm. And, of course, we got to give big props to Rob Schneider and the bum equipment. <laughs> yeah, Which yeah, were yeah. interconnected. Yeah, yeah, I used bum no, equipment. Right. Now you can all laugh. You can give me a few minutes to laugh. <laughs> yes, bum equipment. So, what's your rating? I would definitely have to rate this movie... Um, jeez, it's like, what number's big enough? I don't uh, know, it's hard. Hold on, um, what's a number between 1 and 10? A number between... 1 yes. and 10. <laughs> I didn't fully pay attention. Okay, look, when you put up one finger, that means 1. Oh, yeah. 14, there you go. That's okay. <laughs> you, are you sure? Because it's well over double digits. Right, what number did you just say, 14? Yeah. yeah. Okay, Four. I give it 5 out of 5. <laughs> you can all give you a few minutes just, to laugh there was this thing online that I saw where a guy was like I saw I saw the dark knight for the first time I give it 5 out of 7 and they're like why, why did you give it that it's and then the guy number. making fun of him was just like 
do you see five and seven as like the same number and then like throughout the rest of like these statuses on facebook it's like this guy's like oh can't wait for this movie to come out it's going to be coming out in five days time it's like and then the guy's like oh so you mean a week <laughs> okay is so, this guy your friends with or something yeah yeah it's really good i love lady just doing all that but but back to the reviewing of surf ninjas Surf Ninjas. This is what I have to say about it. Surf Ninjas was a refreshing little movie to watch. It was great because, as I said earlier on, Bartek and I have been focusing on early 2000s films, so it was great to see a different genre of filmmaking from a different decade. The thing about the 90s for me was I grew, I was born in the 90s and grew up in that era of the 90s where obviously I couldn't really remember it. But it's that thing about the 90s that people think the 90s didn't really have an identity of its own until much later in the 90s. That it was kind of like a weaker copy of the 80s and the 2000s was a weaker copy of the 90s, which is a weaker copy of the 80s. Yeah, I was about to say, we talked about how the noughties seemed kind of blank Bland, until Until now. you watch these movies. And that's what I have to say about this. Watching this, you could see the 90s just bursting through every single frame. The 90s was prevalent in the language, in the image, in the storytelling, in the characters, and the acting. It's it's prevalent in every single moment of the film, and it makes me long for the 90s in a way, which is not a phrase lots of people say, because let's be honest, the 90s wasn't the most spectacular of decades out of every single decade, but it was a decade, and it makes me remember that. I would have to say that this movie is one of the most ambitious movies we've done on this show. It's action-packed. It's got emotional drama. At the center of it is a brotherly bond. And there's a romance to boot as well. So, you know, it's got everything. What this film actually makes me feel sad about is having just watched it, seeing the legendary talents of Rob Schneider in his very, very early days, seeing his optimism and enthusiasm and his joy for what he is doing. It makes me sad because I feel like we don't get that from Rob Schneider these days. I feel like Rob Schneider, along with a lot of the others from his era of comedy, such as Adam Sandler and the others, have kind of cashed in or kind of have given up in their joy of their craft. And I feel like watching this just makes me miss what Rob Schneider wanted to be what he could have been but rob schneider has done an amazing body of work since this film but this is the cherry on top of the rob schneider cake i give this film oh boy i mean what can you give this film there's so many things you could give it you could give it like a calabunga out of you know out of surf Radical. dudes out of red <laughs> calabunga out of eat my shorts <laughs> out of out of you know but i have to give this you know i have to give it's not even a rating. It's just the comment that sums up this film. <laughs> you know what comment it is? I, I hope I got it right. Brothers don't. <laughs> <laughs> Which I still can't get over because that's a stereotype I did not know existed. Like Sam's like, well, they lackluster ability to swim. I didn't know that, but I didn't know that there's a specific thing that brothers don't surf until this film came into my existence, and now I am educationally aware. I'd like to know if there were uh, black men watching this film who, when he, when, when he was about to surf, they're like, whoa, what's this? And then when he <laughs> says, yo, brothers don't surf, or uh, those of my generation do not surf, yeah. there were some you know, black men going, you're damn right. Like, yeah, absolutely nodding to themselves in the cinema. Like, thank yeah. God they didn't misrepresent his, us. His line is, brothers don't surf. When I get back to the hood, they're going to kill me oh, or something. Yeah. And it's like, I hope that when people watch this, they're like, 
right, where's his address? We're going to get him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I just imagine, like, yes, that's. A, I'm glad that they brought that up. Like, I, I, I would hate I, for it to have gone unsaid. I'm, <laughs> I'm sure in the, the you know, Grand bend your skin. knees, use your arms scene, I, I noticed that Tone Loke wasn't really doing anything, yeah. so I hope that they were watching it, oh, yeah. thinking like, Okay. Uh, this, is, is he going his to... His brother's not going to serve. Is he going to address it? Is he going to address it? They better bring it up. Like, yeah, they better... And he's a cop. Oh, oh yep. Okay. Uh, yeah. Enough of enough of me. That's my okay. rating. My rating is just... Brothers, brothers don't, serve. don't serve. Go, Sam. You are, okay. you are important. <laughs> I think this film is... Uh, uh, it definitely holds a uh, nostalgic value for anyone in the 90s. Uh, but it, it, like Ryan said, it is an absolute slice of the 90s it bursts out of every every scene but you know it's it, there's also uh you know homages to the to the 60s surf films you know mm, and mm, the, and mm. also to uh, other sort of uh early 70s martial arts films so mm. it really it's a seamless blend of two very much loved genres um and it just works perfectly uh i would give it probably a six out of six mm-hmm <laughs> Nice. And, yeah, it just gets better with every watch. It is an amazing gem of a film. I recommend watching it. If you like surfing, Rob Schneider, ninjas, Asian culture, jokes, uh, plots. Tiny bananas. Steve Martin. Monkeys. Magic powers. Robot wanking. Game boys. And... Brothers Zimmer. not surfing. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, this is the film for you. Um, can I just say something before we do the next series of we next we're gonna do the reviews from IMDB, but Sam brought up a point that I just really wanna touch now. Is the surfing film genre dead right now? I can't think of a surfing film that's been out in fifteen years. Probably. Was dis- this the one to dis- end all surfing movies? Uh, it, this is probably the last good surf surfing film. I think uh, there's there's been haphazard attempts like the there's a surf movie, uh, Disney Channel original movie, mm. and we've had movies like Lords of Dogtown, mm-hmm. uh, which is although it focuses on the birth of skateboarding, mm. uh, they're all kind of fail in comparison Wait, to Surf Ninjas duh, anyway. Really, dude, is he going to say what I think he's going to say? Surfs up. Oh, Surfs obviously, that's not what I was that thinking. is the one and only. <laughs> Surf movie ever Great made surf after movie surf made, made after Surf Ninjas. I which is an excellent. Film. I haven't seen Go this China. movie, but like Rise of the Silver Surfer. Oh, that's a I've, surf movie. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, that's a surf movie. Okay. Yeah. I've never seen a fan okay. of surfing culture. I don't, is I don't know. Prevalent okay, guys. Movie. Now right, this let's, let's is us. This now other people had other views and other people had other things to say when it comes to Surf Ninjas. They can be wrong. They can be wrong, or they can be right. Now, last week we had a bowl with Bend It Like Beckham because there were some real articulated <laughs> thoughts on that film. <laughs> now, unfortunately, this week, they're not as articulated, but the heart is still there for Surf Ninjas. This is a long title, but I've got to read it anyway, and this was written in 2001, okay? The title is, The only hunch I can surmise as to why people rated this film so low was because they were not the demographic target. But then again, neither am I, and I still enjoyed Surf Ninjas, immensely that's the title of it and i think that's almost the biggest sum up of the film yeah so this is what they had to say surf ninjas is an excellent film i suppose many people viewed the early 90s american pop culture references and dated jargon as off-putting but to me they gave the film a sense of nostalgic charm the only hunch i can surmise as to why people rated this film so low was because they were not the demographic target but then again 
Neither am I. And I still enjoyed Surf Ninjas immense, immensely. Sure, Surf Ninjas isn't... Uh, Surf Ninjas isn't the most enjoyable film. Difficult pinpointing why exactly I like it so much, but one of the main reasons was because the main characters were so engaging and enjoyable. The most enjoyable characters are Johnny and Iggy, but just about everyone turns out an enjoyable performance here. One of my favourite scenes in the film is when the cast gives a hilarious rendition of the song Baba Ann. <laughs> That's their favourite. Yeah, it, it is, it is quite a funny rendition. Baba Ann. Right after, Johnny, <laughs> right after Johnny liberates his people. Also, there are some... <laughs> That took me a second to realise what you said. <laughs> <laughs> he liberates his people. But he does do and that. And the right. next thing is, they sing Barbara Ann. <laughs> <laughs> After he liberates an entire country. You're free from dictatorship. <laughs> ba, 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 and I'm ba, ba, also Barbara going Ann. to introduce democracy to your society. Okay. Also, there are some wonderful jokes in the film, many of which are very witty. But I won't give them away here. <laughs> oh no, we've already talked about <laughs> That's what they have to say. But, uh, I won't give any away here. They are far too funny to spoil. I guess this is the type of film you call a guilty pleasure. But I don't really see why. Why anyone would categorise some, categorize something such as this that's funnier than 90% of American comedies out there as guilty is beyond me. Nine out of ten stars. What an excellent reviewer. I agree. They yeah. were the, they were great. Now this person, their one is very simple. It is best movie ever. Ten out of ten stars. Yeah. Wow. It'd be weird if you rated it lower than that. <laughs> <laughs> like okay. If, yeah. 2003 this was written. I feel it's important to remember the dates of these reviews because these are from the earlier days of IMDb as well. But it's also like, it's a little time capsule. So what, what year was the first review? Uh, that was 2001. Okay. No, 2002, sorry. Okay. I think. Wait, no, 2001. Yeah. I'm, I was right. Okay. We were right. Okay. Okay, everybody. Now, I know you might be saying to yourselves... This guy is stupid and needs to be shot very quickly, or his rare strain of stupidness might spread. <laughs> Dude, I hope he's okay. I think he's okay. <laughs> I hope no one has taken the action that he's suggested. Well, we haven't. Himself. I don't think we've seen an update from him since 2003. Oh no! And oh. you are. I love this. And you are in titles. <laughs> to your opinion but this time I think you are all mistaken when you say that Surf Ninjas is a bad movie it may not have done well at the theatres or anywhere else for that matter <laughs> where else was it shown? <laughs> on video I imagine but if you were a kid and you didn't watch Surf Ninjas hundreds of times in a row I don't think your life in a row <laughs> In a row. Watch them in a row hundreds of times, please. Take up a week. Okay. I don't think your life is really complete. I mean, Agreed. sure, this movie may not have had the best plot or characters or ninjas, but if you're the type of person who can love and appreciate this... <laughs> you rated it amongst ninjas. 
<laughs> but they were ninjas that surfed. You have to cut them some slack. Yeah, but they that. didn't have nunchucks while surfing. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so, so much you can do while surfing. Uh, yeah. As a ninja. Uh, where was I? So ninjas. Yeah. But if you're the type of person who can love and appreciate this type of movie, then you know that it was probably never meant to have those things. This movie is fun to watch because of the cheesy action sequences and the bad jokes. So maybe it isn't the best movie ever, as I stated in my title. Misleading. I feel betrayed. Uh, But it sure was good enough for me to buy it on DVD. All of you think, all of you who think that it's not worth it to see, to see his movie anywhere let alone <laughs> let alone that one guy who owns this movie Israel, Israel's movie oh yeah, yeah. let alone buy it buddy Israel let alone buy it are all wrong you really should do one of those things anyway <laughs> do one of them pick one and then do it please this is probably Don't the best do both of them. okay guys this is probably the best ending to one of the reviews I've ever read anyway I'm kind of rambling on this one <laughs> self aware <laughs> because it is because it is pretty late so wait, and then so yeah watch this movie 10 out of 10 <laughs> man he really is stupid to think that other people wouldn't think that this movie is fantastic yeah that's that's the part I can't really wrap my head around too much in that guy's review yeah that guy was a bit complex okay this one is called saving face for surf ninjas in 2002 also I believe that a lot of people do not understand how to criticise on a film people are supposed to grade it for what it is not for what the actors are doing now not for how it should have been compared to what it is and certainly not for the type of film that it is Surf Ninjas is a feel-good movie that is targeted for kids. Excellent. Granted, I am over 18 and I still love the movie and then they had to put this one in brackets, but I'm also into surfing and martial arts. And martial arts. So, so the film is right up my alley. alley. I was, <laughs> and then exactly. end brackets. Granted that the film could have been put together... Um, granted that the film could have been put together when compared to films of today. But you must understand that the film was... That the film was low budget. Mm. This wasn't made by a director who could throw away money. This film was made by someone who had an idea and who had barely and had barely any of the capabilities and extensive <laughs> training. Rough. <laughs> Not to mention the lack of funds for really cool computer-generated effects. If you grade the movie on what it is, a kid movie, and you understand what kind of budget they had to work with, you have to give the movie at least. 8 out of 10 stars. At least. Even if you don't like martial arts or Rob Schneider. Who couldn't like him? Personally, I rate it 10 out of 10. If you haven't seen it and are having doubts, at least go give it a try and uh, give it a try to see what you think. Don't read any more from these silly critics. I bet you'll enjoy the film in full. 10 out of 10. I bet he's (laughs) friends with the director. He's got like inside knowledge. this guy, I, this is the kind of guy that would appreciate that Surf Ninjas is the Spy Kids of 1993. Yeah, that it like Spy Kids combined the I two get... loves of America of spies and kids. Ah, uh, I thought you were gonna say spies and Antonio Banderas. Well, yeah, that's that's a given. But he's like, a kid at heart. Know. Uh, he's uh, got a kid's heart in his jaw, probably. Uh, I love that that person was just like, take my word as a critic. <laughs> don't take anyone else's. <laughs> <laughs> and I think also 
something that you could introduce to this little segment uh, is you could just have a little and how high were they? Like it would be great to know. <laughs> I don't like, think, I don't think go, anyone was I, high. Oh no, you don't. I'm not. He, I want to make this very clear. You don't have to be high to have these opinions of surf ninjas. In no, fact, no, you have to be sane. You know, you, you're just gonna be a person. Yeah, I mean, but I'm not into the marijuana, would, but I enjoyed it. It would be interesting to just sort of think about. Like, like they, they admit themselves that they ramble on a bit and that it's quite late. I wonder how high this person yeah, was. Yeah, dude, were. you should have been here for Bennett like Beckham. Es- especially for anyone who has a, a negative review, that's when you really ask how high yes. that is. Do any of these, like, reviews, like, do they have to be approved to be in this section? Like, no, you just reviews? put them in there. No, you, have, you, you do have to... Have an IMDb, IMDb account. IMDb. Be yeah, but that's okay. it. That is. Okay. That's the only screening process. So this is the last one. Short, simple, to the point. This movie is great. Surf Ninjas is a great movie. My <laughs> friends and I totally disagree with whoever said it was a waste of money and time. You are <laughs> that one guy like who that, said it. I like that they also got their friends involved. Like this person didn't just gung ho jump on and write. Yeah. He said, "Wait a second, let's get my Let friend. me ask, guys, what are you? you Yo, think? Tony, you want to watch Surf Ninjas? Yeah, bro, let's do it." Dan, and then he's like, like "Yo, Dad, come yeah, on." Dan, do you think Surf Ninjas is a waste of money? And it's like, "No, bro, I do not." And it's like, "Well, now it's time to hit up IMDb yeah. and put that guy in his place." Okay, so. You actually have to have a great sense of humour to like that movie. Many people, as well as myself, think this movie is drop-dead funny. It is. 10 out of 10. <laughs> <It's> a, <laughs> short and sweet. I agree short with that and sweet. Drop-dead funny. To you support. can't buy money. You can't buy knives. <laughs> money doesn't buy knives. <laughs> hey man, can I buy some knives? Nah, dude, don't you know? Money doesn't buy knives. Wait, wait. Say that again. Ask me again. <laughs> Hey, can I buy some knives? Brothers don't serve. <laughs> I was going to say that. Ow. I like casually tap Bartek <laughs> on the chest. His reaction is, ow. Because brothers don't serve. He has a very you. sensitive chest. He's, he wounds you. Any well, final, I was stretching. Any final, any final <laughs> thoughts? Which weakened your chest. Any final thoughts, ideas, anything you want to talk uh, about, mention? The more, I, the more we think about it, and after having watched it again, the more I would just love for Michael Bay to get his hands on the rights for Surf Ninjas 2, because I'm sure they're floating around, uh, and just make Megan Fox's life a little more miserable while he's working with her again in the film. But I just think this needs... It needs a revival. It needs to come back. Like, you know, the, the, the first film definitely stands and has stood the test of time. Yeah, exactly. But oh, wouldn't it just be great to, to see these characters again. You know what? The kid who played Adam hasn't been in a movie since. Yeah, How great would it be if his like if first his movie since Surf Ninjas... Surf Ninjas. Surf Ninjas 2. Okay, Electric so Blue. if you had to do a reboot, say, because we're in the age of reboots, remakes... Surf. Remakes. Yeah. Who would you cast instead if of these guys? Remake? Yeah. Um, hard to say. Um, I just think there's... I, I think... Uh, I'm not sure of her name, but I think the easiest person to recast in this in this film is is uh, Jodie Foster is as the girl. Asian Jodie Foster, yeah, the girl. Um, no, uh, the there's a, a girl that I'm thinking of, which is an actress that I, I like. I, again, I don't know her name actually. Maggie Smith. It's not Maggie Smith. Oh, there's, that's not to say Maggie Smith doesn't have a place in this film. Um, she could be the she's, she's uh She's the wife in Hangover Two. She was Chi Chi in Dragon Ball film. 
She was uh, Rob Schneider's daughter, which would be great if you could bring that sort of, you know, have them together again. Rob Schneider's daughter in uh, Grown Ups, the Asian one. Oh, uh, I assume so. But uh, that's the only person I could think to recast. She's because she is okay. drop dead gorgeous, and that would shut Ryan up about whether this. Yeah, girl is gorgeous uh, look, you say she. You said this re- chick was drop dead gorgeous. If we no, I don't re- think so. if we recast <laughs> this film and had this Asian woman in it, there'd be no way Ryan could say she's <laughs> you mentioned Dragon Ball so what about the idea of maybe an animated <gasps> Surf Ninjas Surf, it's, it's almost uh, an injustice that Surf Ninjas didn't get its own spin-off animated series like many many films yeah, it or, got a, or shows did it got a video game that was in the movie yeah. yeah and apparently there was a Sega game called Surf Ninjas before this movie yeah okay so if I had to recast very hard Obviously, Steve Martin's dead now, yeah. so can't cast can't him as cast the villain. Steve but if I had to cast someone as the villain, I would say Leslie Nielsen. I would cast him as the villain for sure. Yeah. Or Kevin Spacey. No, Kevin Spacey is a bit too obvious. I think you have to go out of your way to choose someone else that's a little more likable. Jason Bateman. Okay, have Jason Bateman as the villain, right? And that he's would, got a it, metal face. That would, you know, that'd be great because that would be a bit of a challenge for Jason. You know, that would be a role for worth him to of him. And I feel like, you know, as Rob Schneider's character, let's go different. Let's go with someone not from Saturday Night Live. Let's go with someone who's not necessarily known for so their comedic talents. Okay. I'm thinking Liam Neeson, and he still plays like a an 18 year old guy. <laughs> as, as long as we don't get fucking Orson Welles. No, Orson Welles. I, I Orson Welles would direct. I think. No, Michael Bay's directing, of course. If I were to recast Iggy, you uh, would cast him with Iggy Azalea. I agree. <laughs> I, I I don't know why, but Jesse Eisenberg comes to mind. It's because you're worried about him as Lex Luthor, so you want him to be anything else. The, but it seems like he's playing the Riddler to me. He seems like he's playing fucking Jesse Eisenberg. But enough about. That failed project waiting to happen. That will be on the show one day. Uh, <laughs> Only if it turns out to be amazing and underappreciated. Yeah, right? exactly. Um, I I think as the main guy, let's let's mix it up. You know, let's get the Rock as as Johnny. And or, as or as Zatch. He, the no, Rock would make no, 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 no. You need Zatch. you need Brendan Fraser as Zatch because that would rekindle <laughs> the Mummy Two. Career, yeah. The Mummy Two. What about because The Rock and Brendan Fraser were both, both in, in it. True, true. Although, what about the cop? Oh, the cop. Well, I would think I would. Chris here's, Tucker. Here's what I no no. <laughs> it's too obvious. You cast a white man as the cop. Oh yeah, because you change you... none of his dialogue. <laughs> <laughs> and the only white guy Luke. I think who can play black. Zach is... Braff. Nope. Damn. The guy who plays McLovin. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, him. Chris Mentz. Yes. To play him. I forgot his name, but he says, brothers don't serve. Brothers or don't serve. You go for the yeah, subtitled the... version, and all the, the whole movie is filmed with these subtitles as the dialogue, and he says, those of my generation. Okay, okay. Do okay, we've got, to cast, we've got to cast the younger brother. I'm thinking, so... Bruce do... Cook. <laughs> You're from Thunderbirds? Dude, no. Bruce Cook and Bum Equipment go together. No, no, no. <laughs> yes. I'm thinking, you know, the we need before. someone a bit different. We need someone that, you know, is a child, for one, yeah. at the moment. I think we need the, 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 the boy from The Visit, which is the new M. Night Shyamalan film. The is that a prequel to Just it. Visiting? Uh, yeah, the boy's name is like... 
Eddie Oxenberg or something, and he's an Australian kid, and he's very, very white, and I feel like we need him to be the younger brother. Yeah. So imagine on the screen, guys, you're sitting there, and you're like, hey, Ryan, do you oh want to see God. Star Wars, the new one, or Surf Ninjas? I'm like, well, of course, Surf Ninjas by Michael Bay, and you're just sitting there, and it's like, Surf Ninjas, and explosions are happening on the screen, it's like, starring The Rock! Real, like, real talk. Fucking Jason Bateman. I wouldn't mind Steve Ewan being in it. Which one's Steve Ewan again? He's Glenn from The Walking Dead. Oh, okay. If you're gonna, you know, have Asian It's a bit too obvious. I would go with um, Ron Perlman as the younger brother. What about the kid who was in Paranormal Activity 4? I don't know like, that particularly. He's a really, like, this really creepy, possessed kid. Oh, that's all of them, isn't it? What about the kid from Insidious, if you want to really go there? Let's just keep going with creepy children the actors. Like, <gasps> Macaulay Coughlin! He's not doing anything Coughlin. Did you read that name off the subtitles, Ryan? <laughs> How do you pronounce it? Culkin. There's only one L. How did I pronounce it? Culkin. Oh, sorry. I'm thinking of his cooler brother. Also has the same <laughs> last name, does he not? Uh, Emilio Jack- doesn't Jackson? have the same last name as Charlie Sheen. If you're going to change your last name from that of your siblings and family, why would you just add one L to it? <laughs> I don't know. Wouldn't you change it entirely? Yeah. Why would you say, no. all right, I'm going to change my name? All right, what are you changing it from? Uh, I'm not, I don't want to be Rory Culkin anymore. I don't want to be Rory. I want to be Rory Culkin. Well, that's fucking <laughs> stupid, Rory. <I> don't... <laughs> we don't want you in this family anymore, anyway. Yeah, we're rather your drug-addled older brother. I don't want least... to be Bartwomie Kaspishak. I want to be Bartwomie Kaspishak. Yeah, I agree. That, don't just add L's to names. So I didn't name. realize. I always thought it was like Macaulay Culkin. You said it again. I know. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I mean. Like I thought it's Macaulay. How is it? Culkin. Culkin. Colkin. Yeah. Cold kin. Look, it's no. underappreciated masterpiece. <laughs> Just like Macaulay Colkin's career. Yeah. I can't even tell if you did it again or not. I'm not doing it on verbs. I legitimately just have ingrained Colquin. myself to, you know, look, if I'd be bothered. Read. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I'm too busy watching Surf Ninjas <laughs> and coming up with sequels and reboots and leave me alone. It's okay. Macaulay Colkin's handsome. Uh, I think we're doing pretty well. Right. I think this film has brought us to a great little zen moment in which I'm like, get away from me. Uh, I know how to pronounce Macaulay Culkin, correct? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love Ryan. I love me too. I uh, love Macaulay Culkin. Is, uh, sign off with something, guys. Like One little thing to sum up. If you have to give a random person a like one or two sentence description of Surf Ninjas, give us it. You go, Sam. It's a film with a lot of balls. Okay, Bartek? It's like Sound of Music, but pretty rad and less Nazis. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It is a 90s film, and it makes me miss the 2000s. That's the perfect one for me. Just randomly, I was on the bus talking to my girlfriend about, oh, we're going to watch Surf Ninjas, and she's like, oh, we've already watched Surf Ninjas before. I'm like, no, we haven't. She got it confused with the classic trauma film Surf Nazis Must Die. Because both of them very Because both of them have characters (laughs) that are not the both of them have characters that are at the beach. Yeah. And uh, I get them confused. Any surf film. Surf Nazis Must Die, I get it confused with Surf's Up all the time. Mm. Well, guys, you guys have been 
fantastic. Especially great. me. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> you guys have been great, fantastic listening people. We've been Spit and Polish Presents. And um, we are going to do, our next one is going to be a Christmas movie because Christmas is slowly encroaching upon us day by day, wearing wearing me down to the point in which I cry snowflakes. Uh, we, uh, you know, I've enjoyed Surf Ninjas, but it's like, would you recommend it for all your friends and family? Your mum enjoys lots of films. Would you recommend it for her? Yeah. Your great granddad, would he like it? If he was alive... I mean, he did pretty well after surviving Auschwitz. Yeah, so I, um, think, I think he would have loved he it. He lived till 2010, I hope. So he so could have so seen this, like, over a hundred times. Yeah, I hope he saw it. For all we know, he loved this film. And there's nothing to suggest otherwise. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because there are Polish subtitles available. You yeah. know, he always claimed, whenever you mentioned a movie to him, he always claimed he'd seen it. So... <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. Like, they, he'd be like, what are you watching? Uh, obviously in Polish. Yeah. What are you watching? Surfing. Oh, I've seen it. Yeah, and he loves it. I but imagine. if you had been watching Surf Ninjas, he would have he would have not he would have said I've seen it, but he would have also sat down. He would have it. said something like, you know, the butterfly effect is a really interesting thing, and I'm thinking if World War Two didn't happen, we might not have this movie. Yeah, yeah. it is interesting. So yeah, we've been swimming polish. Like all the social medias, we've got the Facebook page, we've got our iTunes up and running, and we've Instagram. got the. Oh, do we need an Instagram? <laughs> just be photos of you guys. Do we need a Twitter? It would just be photos yeah. of microphones, yeah. but in like different shades of colour. Yeah, different uh, filters. Twitter so, for our yeah. selfies. Spin Polish Presents, we're on Facebook, and iTunes, and the Podbean. You know, like Snapchat. some stuff. Oh, Snapchat. Yeah, it would just be like a Snapchat just be of nudes. like... Yeah. <laughs> just now nudes. Yeah. So, this has been us talking about some unappreciated masterpieces. Thank you very much for joining me. Yes. Give us recommendations, give us comments, because the only comment on the whole page is by me. That's pretty sad. So, uh, we want your comments. <laughs> Please do not leave the comments solely to Bartek. Contribute your own... I know we all appreciate his comments. Please contribute The one comment own. I made. <laughs> One's enough. And, and that's the end of that podcast. I think I like that comment, too. <laughs> Long joke. No, Ryan liked it as the page. I like it. <laughs> as if it's not involved. Yes. All right. Thanks very much, listening people. <laughs>